everybody, boys and girls and all other fairy tale creatures. Welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by the lastmovieoutpost.com, where you get all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about films. We have a full house tonight, but we are missing Matt Eggy. Uh, thank goodness. I mean, um, it's a shame that he's gone on holiday. But uh, with us, we, we've got joined by another Brit, Dean. Hello, Dean. How are you doing? Hello, I'm all right. Jolly good. And also with us are our regular intellects from across the pond, Sean and Yoda. How's it going, buddy? With with Dean's addition, we are twenty percent less soccer hooligan, but forty percent more posh. <laughs> and eighty percent more perverted. Yeah, it's a good, good win win, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, say, say so, yeah, which is weird because none of us have taken our shirts off to get more viewing figures, have we? <laughs> Not yet. Well, I've already got my pants off because <laughs> I'm always oh, the, prepared. <clears throat> Maddox has already said that the viewership is going to be low because England versus Germany is on football, uh, women's football. Nobody. No, the women's football is quite good. I was a bit disappointed at the last game. They didn't change shirts at the end, though. Um, a bit disappointed with that. Um, when you say football, do you mean soccer? No, yes. I'm, I know. I mean football, which is a game with a ball, which is played with a foot, as opposed to your American hand egg. No, that would be. Uh, I'm talking about soccer. You're talking about football, American football. Yeah, oh, will they kick rugby. it? Which is about rugby? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get confused. Yeah, because American football is girls' rugby, isn't it? Yeah. They have yeah. to get all armored up to do it because you know, yeah. might break it. it break breaks the nail. Seconds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only too bad thing, they have all the money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the only the only thing female about American football is the amount of women that the players get in uh, domestic disputes with. <laughs> to put it lightly, <laughs> uh, and, and, which is a sp- surprising considering how much they fake like little whiny bitches on the field. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it's funny enough actually. I've been watching some of the women's football, and it is nice to see professionals playing the game. And when they get pushed over, they just get back up and carry on playing, as opposed to the men who scream and cry until they get a free kick and stuff. But anyway. speaking of men sportsmen, is that have you that Brittany Greener in, in in Russia? I heard her talk some audio the other day, <laughs> and guys, I have my doubts about whether. Brittany is really a a, a a female birthing person. That did not sound like the voice of a of a, a female birth uterus having birthing person to me. Uh, a biological it could just be woman. Steroids. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was, was she like was she like in um, Life of Brian, where it was like, oh yes, and so I decided to play. <laughs> like it was like, it was is there anybody like, here? No, 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 no. <laughs> It was more like, hey, bro, get me out of this Slavic prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> um, anyway, let's talk about some of the news before we get on to our main subject from the site this Royal week. Royal pegging. <laughs> Entertainment news, mate. Oh, Entertainment okay. news. That's pretty <laughs> you entertaining. Can own, <laughs> you, can, you can do your own research for that later on. Uh, um, you know, when you say entertainment news with Hollywood these days, uh, royal pegging, there's a 50 50 chance you may end up talking about that. Yeah. Well, it's um, going to be that episode of The Crown, isn't it? So, uh, do you have think, to be? Do you think that Jeffrey Epstein had like 
blackmail footage of the prince on Epstein's Island getting pegged. I think he cool blackmails he footage of most of the corp- corporate titans of industry, from Bill mm. Gates to the royals to God knows who else. I'm still upset that I was never invited to the island. <laughs> like, I, I just wasn't on, popular enough. No, I was just going to say, Dean, did you want to go as, um, you know, like an employer or an employee? <laughs> I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have minded either way. I still, I still would have got like, you know, free peanuts to it's, eat. And, it's like it's yeah. like those rides at the amusement park. Your bank account must be this high before you can go down to <laughs> Um Right. So, so first things first, the Sandman trailer by it's Neil Gaiman, isn't it? This new Sandman. Um, but the old one is by Neil Gaiman, too. So, yeah. Okay, um, I didn't realise it was an old one. He wrote this is his book. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah the, the, there's a new movie coming out. I can't say I'm massively blown away by the trailer. Anybody else watch it? I honestly nope. didn't watch it. I just don't have okay. any real interest in Sandman. Um, Sorry, I didn't watch it either. It's one of those '90s goth things that everybody seems to just go gaga over, and I'm like, going, eh, okay. To me, to me, it's really weird because when I first heard it, I immediately thought of Back to the Future, where it's the song. Mr. Sandman, yeah. let me. I'm thinking, really? <laughs> I've, I've got the comic. I've got like, like the first six issues of the comic, and they're shit. Very oh, pretentious. Really shit. Yeah, very pretentious. Uh, dull, aren't they? Yeah. I maintain uh, that the only reason it was popular is because of the character Death in it, the hot goth girl. Yeah. You could buy a little <laughs> action figure of her and <laughs> take the clothes off. <laughs> and then the action begins. Is that true? Is yeah. Because now I suddenly, can you still? Well, it looks like week? it looks like I'm not going to be getting any sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> Let me no, fire you will. E baby Shane. <laughs> <laughs> you will um, after about five minutes or so. Then you'll get plenty of sleep. That's how it works. Oh, well. That's uh, uh, four and a half minutes of foreplay, and then. Uh, yeah, 30, 30 seconds of, of yeah. Um, what we the hell start... is foreplay? That's when <laughs> that's when you negotiate the price with the woman. Before. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always more than I can afford. <laughs> Let me check your credit score. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like pretty soon we're really going to be like that uh, bar scene in Cherry 2000 when there's a guy and a woman and they're a lawyer negotiating what <laughs> what they're going to get for what amount and you got to sign what? this one. My favorite scene of that is from the from the how to videos. There was the old Mr. Chumney Warners from um, Harry Enfield, and they were set in black and white and all this lot. And it, and this, uh, it says, uh, "Ladies of the night will be getting, uh, will be uh, making a lot of money." And this bloke comes up, and he goes, "Hello, darling, how much for what?" And she goes, "Well, it's two bob to fiddle with me boobs and so and so on this lot." And he goes, "How much for tuppence, mom?" <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I think you guys are kind of off. I think with the horse, it's like it's just quick and easy. It's like going to McDonald's. I'll take this and this and this and pay the money and you're out. But with that you know like, actual if it's free yeah. with an actual woman, that's when you get the lawyer in. Okay, this is consent. This is consent. Yeah. This is not consent. This is consent. The ass, no, 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 no. You know. And then you, you sign just, and rat notarize and all that kind of shit. So you don't get you just, called up on rape charges later. You just described the coffee shops in idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man, I don't think we got time for a hand job. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, according to James Gunn, who, who who went to Amsterdam to try this out, the prostitutes they go through so many clients they don't actually let you shag them. They just 
they they do a handy. They they like get on top of you and like you and you think that it's in, but it's not. Hmm. And, that would uh, that's, that's otherwise rage. they would end up very very sore. That uh, that, that yeah. that's a rip off, man. Yeah, I can do that myself. And for James, free. James Gunn's got a, a YouTube video up about it because he did it like. You know, when he wasn't a director. That's the one that between. doesn't get him cancelled. Yeah. Just a stupid pedophile <laughs> joke. Yeah. 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 The, the details of Amsterdam whore negotiation, that one that one no problem. Well it's legal there. I just think it's funny. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? It's legal everywhere as long as you don't get caught. Well yeah. Yeah, it's state sponsored, and you have to pay taxes yeah. on it over there. That's the Look, difference. I mean, it, marriage is just a long term contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you end up both. Marriage is uh, like that, but without any sex in it. Right. (laughs) What's that line from the Nice Guys? Marriage is when you just buy a house for somebody that you hate or something like that. (laughs) Was that the Nice Guys or he? I can't remember. It's true, whoever said it. That's got to bring us on to Amber Heard, hasn't it, really? Do you know what's been funny about the whole Amber Heard thing? Is she's now declared bankruptcy, so she can't pay Johnny Depp. But Johnny Depp said the money that he she was going to give to him, she was going to give to the charity that she didn't give money to. So this charity is still getting screwed by Amber Heard. <laughs> I saw on the news yesterday that Johnny Depp did like a pop-up uh, art auction where he sold some of his paintings and stuff and made like two or three million dollars in ten minutes. So he's still <laughs> he's doing fine. Yeah. And, and his album with Jeff Beck is now number 35 in the UK charts. So he that's done well as well. I didn't know he had an album. Yeah, he's now made an album with Jeff Beck. Why aren't they re- restarting up negotiations to put him in more Pirates movies again? I mean, I think he said he wasn't going to do it, though. I think he told him, like, he said, it seemed like somebody was telling me the other day that he was talking in some interview and he said almost as soon as it was over, Disney was like, hey, Johnny. And he was like, fuck off. No. I don't know if that's no. true or not, though. I'd like to think it's I'll true. I'll tell you, uh, enough time and money passes, he'll do it. Yeah, yeah, of course he will. He's got, obviously, expensive drug habits. Can you imagine somebody in Hollywood right now is pitching Amber Heard to replace Johnny Depp in the new Pirates movies? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's doing it somewhere. Oh, the she's writing a book. Version. She's writing a book now. Oh. She's going to get $15 million for writing a, a book, which is going right. to get her sued again. I heard the title's called My Fight or My Struggle. Uh, Pretty good title, that, yes. Is, 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 it's not the vagina that, monologues. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that some political thing from... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's going to be called... the English uh, translation of the Small Mustache Man's book. It's going to be called <laughs> If I Did It. It should be called Blame It on the Dog. Yeah. <laughs> I stepped on a bee. <laughs> I'm still waiting for a, a gay to put out a book called Mein Kampf. You know, cause <laughs> because you know they're, they're a bit camp, and it yeah. would be a logical one, especially if they were German. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Amber. I mean, intellectual giant that she is, be like, I wasn't camping. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if anybody um, was to write that book and give it that name, it would be uh, John Waters. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Adolf Hitler, Amber Heard, A.H. I think we're on to something here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because a, a, a watch that uh, uh, Adolf had 
which has got AH on it mm. as initials, just sold for three million dollars. And uh, it makes you think: Did Amber have that watch as well? Yeah, and that's how she's trying to well, claw some money that? back. Because yeah. <laughs> you know she she would do that, being a narcissist like she is. She would like buy up all these things with AH written on them. You know, to it saves a bit of money having things like monogrammed for her. She would just buy other people's stuff. And, I I find that because I was going to get a personalised number plate, but they're really expensive. So I legally changed my name to NH twenty four six seven two. That works. Yeah. <laughs> it does not deserve a heyo. Don't don't try to give it to yourself. You know you're Any- wrong with that. Anyway, it's a dad joke. Um, moving on with the news, we did have sad news at the beginning of the week as well that the passing of David Warner, uh, which was really gutting because I mean David Warner is is genuinely a legend, still a legend. He's had so many movies that I just or or properties that I just really love. He's done a lot in Star Trek. He's done. Um, he he was the the Cardassian. Here are four lights. He was the one torturing Picard, which is a really great episode. He was in Tron. Uh, he was Dillinger and Zark, and he was in Time Bandits, which I dearly love. You like yeah. that? Oh, you like that movie? Oh, I love oh, Time, Time Bandits. Bandits. It's fantastic. Oh, Dean, oh. help me out here. You don't like that movie, do you? No. Oh, thank Terry, God. No. Terry Gilliam, man. No, I can't stand anything by Monty Python. I just uh, found them a load of potentials. Hand in your British card, Dean. <laughs> that I, that I've hated them. Well, I hate I... the TV series because not one single sketch they did have had an ending to it. Uh, the the whole lot of them. Uh, it was silly. Of, that was the point. Uh, uh, Oxford, Cambridge, Tosspots that should have been drowned at birth. I just can't bear them. I can't bear John Cleese. Uh, it's certainly Michael Palin. I think Michael Palin's the worst of all. I'm sure he's like some kind of, I don't know, serial killer behind the scenes. Just nobody knows about uh, it. Eric just... Idle and Transformers the movie? I mean, what? Oh, I'm sure, like, you know, Eric Idle. Um, I, no, I, I can't I mean, think of bad enough to call him. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from on the fans. Um, like mm-hmm. I like Rick and Morty, but it, it made me want to not like them because of how ridiculous the fans are. And they think they're like really smart because Rick and Morty is somewhat clever or at least more clever than your, your average adult yeah. cartoon show. But that doesn't mean that it's like, enormously it's fine it's it's fun and it, it makes me laugh but these idiots that just took it to a whole new level you know and mm-hmm. i i, I think i could for probably Szechuan recite sauce. i could probably recite the whole of holy grail yeah i mean i i think they're very funny but i i i now, am I, with you on sometimes the fans just kind of ruin it for you but a me, true... and Sean, me and Sean can recite all of Excalibur. Now that is a good movie. It's a good and movie. That's the proper. That's a proper movie. Holy Grail is a load of like unfunny wank, but Excalibur is the ultimate movie that's ever been made by anybody ever in the entire history of making movies. It's not as funny though. Well, <laughs> well the rape scenes. The rape are. scenes pretty. <laughs> good. The rape scenes are pretty funny. <laughs> when when when. when uh... Uther, is it Arthur's father rapes the woman pretending Uther to be the dragon? Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. I anyway, love, I love that Excalibur. Would, that is, ex- is going to make our top 10 list, by the way. 
I do feel like Excalibur, it's like it's it's amazing, awesome, incredible until he like throws the sword in the ground and then the the movie just completely loses its mind. <laughs> oh, no, you just don't understand it. I do. So. I just think it it feels like it's just like okay, scene and scene and scene and rushed and scene and end. I'm like going, yeah, you need more here. If I I almost wonder if somebody at the studio started cutting things or something because it just oh yeah there's a, there's a six hour version out there uh, that doesn't surprise me because that ending yeah. it's like perfect movie until he throws the sword in the ground and then i'm like wait what what everything just starts happening <laughs> just happen in succession and then end the movie like wait a minute you were no, doing so like, well they filmed about six hours of footage for it I just kept the cameras rolling, rolling, and then it had to be edited down. It was like very skillful editing, but it did make it a bit uh, choppy, I suppose. Between just the ending, I think just the yeah. ending was choppy. Um, I thought it was great up until then, and it, it's like if there's a director's cut out there that could just fill in some of the blanks there, I think it would be a perfect movie. There was a lot more with Merlin and Arthur in the like original cut before they cut bits out. And, and of course that makes it. And it, Merlin was a much bigger, yeah. well, he's a big character. He's a big character in it anyway, but he was really, it was all about Merlin's story more than it was about Arthur. Yeah. yeah and so no, they had to balance it out. So you could tell that yeah. all the way up yeah. until Arthur finds Lancelot Guinevere banging and starts the store in the ground. And then, it kind of just gets really choppy and the edit, you know, it's just, it's like, Oh, we got this scene. Like there's these big things that happen. They give them like one scene to do it. And then they move on. I, I just, I slightly disappointed at the ending. I, it's still, I'm still popping in and watch it every so often. It's, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Back to David Warner. Shut up, man. Nobody's talking <laughs> to you. Who wasn't um, no, actually in Excalibur, was he? But he should have been. He should have been. Liam <laughs> <laughs> Neeson was. Yeah. Um, but one film that um, did stand out to me, and I'm, oh, I can't find it now, but Time After Time oh, with David Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malcolm which, McDowell, uh, too. Yeah. I've never brilliant. seen that. It's oh, good. It's really clever. It's basically H.G. Wells builds a time machine, and Jack the Ripper uses it to head to the future where um, H.G. Wells tries to sort of catch him in the future. It's it's a very clever movie. Really, really well done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, he started in horror films as well. Yeah, the Amicus. of course. He was the, in the uh, Gatekeeper one, in the, the Amicus from Beyond the Grave, where get, there's a guy behind the mirror, and he has to oh, sacrifice yeah. to the guy behind the mirror, and then eventually he ends up <laughs> behind the mirror himself. Yeah. Um, he was in... The Omen and got his head caught. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Great. He yeah. was great, great in the capitation scene in the island with uh, Michael Caine, the Peter Benchley thing. Where he's a pirate. That's right. And I think it, I think was it sucks in... that his highest-grossing movie is Titanic, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. That just seems wrong. That's everybody that was in Titanic. I know. Movie though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yeah, probably so. I bet it was. Even DiCaprio, I bet, has not yeah, made it. Yeah, hasn't made anything. I mean, I'm trying to think who yeah. else was in that that might have a bigger movie. Uh, I mean, exactly. everybody's been in the MCU. <laughs> Isn't there one person from Titanic that's in the MCU? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't yeah, think so. Bernard Hill might be close because he was in Lord of the Rings. That's true. That was the captain, right? He played yeah. the captain. Yeah. He played the yeah. captain. 
he was my favorite character in the Lord of the Rings trilogy too. Oh, he was fantastic in that. But if you really want to see how how David Warner went downhill, like uh, towards the end of his life, watch The Secret of Crickley Hall, which was <laughs> an adaptation of a James Herbert novel, which was really good. And the BBC did it, and of course cut out all the the nice bits, you know, all the all the bits that are good that. in the book. Yeah. All the, all the bits that make the story. And he was in it as like, you know, one of the minor characters, but an important character. But he was so old. It was like, you know, couldn't you've got somebody a little bit younger that could, <laughs> you know, actually do a bit? Yeah, and it's happening to all of them. Almost, almost weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. long, when was that movie made? Uh, about three or four years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I just looked up. It's 2012, actually. Um, so, I mean, it's oh, 10 years old. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Time moves slow when you get older. So he um, looked like a corpse then, and then he lived for another ten years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he was really thin, and uh, you know he he looked like himself because he always had like very you couldn't like not know that it's David yeah. David Warner because his big nose yeah. now then you know, like Pete Postlethwaite who had a big schnoz as well, but he was um, yeah he's like all all kind of skeletal and raggedy, and it was like. Ooh, it's kind sad. of like a, it's kind of like if a skeleton dressed up in a David Warner outfit. <laughs> yeah, another one who's like that is uh, Sergeant Cryer from The Bill, who turns up. Oh in yeah, now and he's yeah. like ancient. He must be about 170 by then. You, know, <laughs> you guys are making me think about what the next Indiana Jones movie is going to look like when he comes <laughs> out. I'm sitting here things like. Indiana Jones is actually going to look like one of the Nazis melting at the end of Raiders of the Lost, or, or uh, the dude, the dude at the end of Crusades when he, right before yeah. he turns into the pure well, skeleton. Well, if his wife's in it, Lister Flockhart, then they've got a skeleton already, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. yeah. Are they Goodness. doing? I, I've heard that they're doing like deep fake on him, which I am really concerned about. I, I'm like, just God. Why can't we just let these properties die? Why can't we move yeah. on to something else? Funny enough, I've just been reading about Sly Stallone is saying about this whole Drago spin-off, and he sort of said that he, it was never his idea, and he didn't really want it to happen. But it's Hollywood, so you know, if it's going to make money, then he'll, they're going to. He'll, he'll still cash the check, though. I bet. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, right, and in other news, in other news, Aragon might be getting a TV series. Oh, finally, Marge! What we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Um, I've got the, the computer I mean, the, game of that. The computer games. Is that the is that the well. dragon movie? Yeah, there? yeah. It was kind of the, it was like Game of Thrones before it became Game of Thrones. A very ah, toned down. Nah, that too. movie was Star Wars. That that guy just did Star Wars in medieval time. It's so. Oh, I see. Such oh, a yeah, rip yeah. off. Yeah. If you um, think about it, there's a lot of similarities between Game of Thrones and Ivor the Engine. Right. Just explain, <laughs> just explain what either the engine was to, to our American friends here. Right. Set in Wales, which is the home of every dragon in the world, apparently, because on their flags, because, you know, they're real. Yeah. And um, these these dragons power everything. Like, they get in the, the little trains, the steam trains, and they blow fire oh, on the coal yeah. to keep make the trains go. And everything, like, you know, the whole, like, backstory thing to it is they're always helping out these dragons 
and the dragons are like just doing their own thing but they're like oh we've got to make a home for the dragons or the dragons aren't safe in this place so we've got to like put them on the train and move them somewhere else it's like a lot of politics in there as well if you think about it, a lot of backstabbing <laughs> from so it's, it's just like was- game of thrones I was going to say, what you didn't explain was, it was like a kid's animation, you know. That oh, yeah, so it's meant for five-year-olds. Five yeah, it's meant for five-year-olds. Obviously, it's a lot of political. I mean, that's, that's the same as the whole um, Captain Pugwash thing, wasn't it? <laughs> now, that was an, an animation meant for kids, but, I mean, you know, you had, like, Roger the Cabin Boy and Seaman Stains and stuff like that. Masturbates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Apparently, um, they, they deny that that ever happened, but I was there, and I know that that was in it. Oh, yeah. They must have changed the names after the fact because you know that it's not one of those uh, Mandela effect things. That must have happened. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, one uh, child, one product of England, a child's cartoon that scarred me for years was the uh, Watership Down animated feature. When you oh, yeah. these rabbits basically gut each other <laughs> when you're, and that, <laughs> and that was very political as well. That was, uh, you know, that was communism. And and capitalism clashing. It was, it was, but I mean, it's still it's still quite a horrendous film as well to watch. It's just oh yeah, it was scarring <laughs> in a nice way. And um, the new Quantum Leap TV series is in trouble. Hooray! Oh no! So just don't. You know, well, wasn't Dean Stockwell dead for one thing? So that yeah, he's been dead for a while. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a reboot, and they're probably going to gender and race swap them all and everything else and whatnot. So um, are we going to get the infamous yeah. scene where a, 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 a trans, black, half-Latina female jumps into the body of a learning disabled person and look in the mirror and go, <laughs> I'm retarded? They, no, they, they, oh, they did that one. They did that one. I yeah. know. I, was one, I want to see a remake of that scene, though, you know? Um <laughs> Yeah, that would. Oh, should, just, should uh, have... Sam, Sam did actually leap into a, a dance syndrome. Board, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was the funniest thing ever. Especially <laughs> if you're of, of our generation, where you remember Joey Deacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd really gone full with when he did jump into a down syndrome kid, you know, or something like. You know, Sam, uh, Ziggy says that you have to stop the uh, the World Series from happening uh, in the, with this I did duty in my pants. <laughs> it would have been great too if he he's like, no, 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 listen, you can't talk normal because you gotta, you know, you gotta imitate the. Uh... You gotta do that boy. <laughs> I can put my hand through you. <laughs> 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 and the world went to hell because there went our, stop it. There went our three thousand subscribers. <laughs> it's just gone to six thousand. Probably it, yeah. I, I mean, I must admit, I do think those episodes were actually well done, and they were they you know they were quite nicely handled. As I've said, I work with kids with adult um, with learning disabilities and stuff, and it you know it was did it was tastefully it, done. Did it ever occur to you that maybe the kid was the one working with somebody with learning disabilities? <laughs> <laughs> well, given the state of Hollywood writing today, I'm beginning to wonder. Well, if you've yeah. ever seen Enterprise, it makes you wonder about Scott Bakula, doesn't it? <laughs> um, now, the other news that came up, the tra- a trailer came up for Pearl, which is a prequel to Ty West's X. Now, X, because I, I, I wrote this up, and I said that X was not particularly very scary because two old people who have sex walking around very slowly aren't 
that scary. You know, I, I'd, 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 you know, if, if it was a choice between you're going to face off between a vampire or two old people, I'll, I'll pick the two old people, you know? <laughs> and, but in, in this movie now, it seems like Mia, what's she called? Mia, um, God is playing the young Pearl, which is then the prequel to this in X. She played, I, I don't understand what's going on. Well, they want just a, a, he, he really wants to make a porn film, doesn't he? You yeah. Know, but and um, kudos to him for getting Britney Snow in the nude. You know, I'm not complaining about that in X. That was great. But it just this whole prequel thing, I just I don't get it. Well, now, prequels are um, doomed to fail because no you know how it is going to end badly for her anyway. So it's like yeah, exactly. It's and uh, the the, the uh, latex they put on their faces to make them old in that was horrendous. Really, they yeah. uh, they put liver spots all over them, and you know, missing what, teeth what, and all that. People don't like uh, this, yeah, and sort of somebody just literally sort of you know, oh yeah, just put some like you say. Um, horrible spots on them and oh yeah that looks old that works that, yeah that's good but um, people uh, people that are genuinely that age that have got all the liver spots and then like a face like latex and everything they mm. they're not up to much really are they you know mm-hmm. they're, they're they're not the scariest thing ever i mean they are exactly. scary to look at but they're not like you know you can't imagine them like taking a, a cleaver to you in, in your sleep or the scariest thing that people that age have done is leave us with a bad housing market <laughs> and they so might, they might tip their colostomy bag on you or something <laughs> <laughs> or, or start um, a war with china over taiwan or something <laughs> um so the gray man gets a sequel a sequel and a spin-off it was obvious the ending of the movie was you know secret that's what I said. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought oh, it was here's like- some here's some movie news that I know you two guys will be excited about. <clears throat> they are re-releasing everything everywhere all at once with like 20 minutes of additional footage in it. I don't know if That's you know nice. that. Yeah, I didn't like that. It, I can I can make head nor tail of that. That was. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. too keen on it either, but these two love it. Oh, oh yeah, I, I mean it's it's it. <laughs> something. Yeah, you know, I I found that there's a lot of divisiveness over it some people really love it and some people they're like that's eh, fine or bad i mean it's not you're either into what's going on and if you can't catch on to the concept then you know you kind of you're left flailing in my opinion i think and that's, that's yeah, fine I, I, I just i couldn't follow it and i've got to that age now where there's some films i just can't follow you know they, they're just all it's it's too out there for me to he like, says after he goes and dumps his colostomy mag on his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I was trying to think what the the correct term for that is because I, I I tend to. Be the other thing? Oh uh, yeah, I, the Adventures I, of I, Elmo and Grouchland. I could not figure <laughs> it out. I, I tend to go on Urban Dictionary a lot and look up like the most innocent <laughs> yeah. terms now and yeah. find out that they're they're not you know what you think they are. Cream pie was not what he thought. It was not the confectionery <laughs> that he was hoping it was. There's, no, there's a great one. No. There's a great one, and it's a kid, and he's got a text from his grandma saying, "I'm sorry you failed your exams." LOL, and he says, "Nan, LOL doesn't mean lots of love. It means you know, laugh out loud." And she said, "Yeah, I know, loser." <laughs> <laughs> 
um, there was also a trailer for The Samaritan with Sly, yeah. which I don't think I got around to watching. Um, Matt, Matt says it's, it looks like it's going to be pretty based, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. looks good to me. I, I like. I saw the trailer for that and and Rampage as well last night. I saw that trailer, and um, I just got to say, White Gorilla. Uh, you know, he's talking about uh, the rock movie from a few years ago on that yeah yeah not, 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 not that, the not the friedkin one yeah I, I was looking up the friedkin one and that came up <laughs> and I, I sat and watched the whole trailer like in disbelief that they've made the gorilla white <laughs> you know that's like yeah. whitewashing or something you know? oh i don't think so the white gorilla destroys everything and and tries to take over basically yeah. colonize the city so i think it's pretty much in line with what you would expect <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other trailer that did come out, which does look quite good, is Gabriel del Toro's Pinocchio. Jesus, um, a you think? No, it's, I mean, it's stop motion animation. From that respect, it looks quite good. Reading the story about how the government and army want to take on Pinocchio because he's he, he might have you know other uses and everything else is a bit oh, grief ready. But the actual, it looked very nice. I mean, I must if admit. you think about it, a boy made out of wood. You know, think of the military applications. I mean, he could stand up to like one or two bullets you know, as like a human. He could, he could easily float down a river. So, yeah. you know. Sneak attack. Oh, no, termites. Oh, my weakness. Uh. Yeah. I think fire. there's actually a horror film with that in it, with a, a guy who's made out of wood. And I think it's actually called Wood. No, it's called Fear. There's a, but, uh, I'm surprised it's called Lies. <laughs> yeah, because uh, well, he couldn't did... be a politician, could he? You know, Pinocchio could yeah. not be a politician ever. <laughs> um, what I did laugh is when I found that Pinocchio, because Disney's got their version of Pinocchio coming out by Robert Zemeckis with Tom Hanks, which has got... That's got the has got the, the the fairy in that one. <laughs> yes, you know your, got, your yeah, European the, German fairy tale has the African American blue fairy in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because no, yeah. authenticity. But what do you think about Pinocchio? The worse it gets. Like really, he's a a wooden boy. He's a puppet who talks to a, an insect. <laughs> That's his conscience. <laughs> and at one point, he gets turned into a donkey. Mm. I and always think that in real life, it's just Geppetto just surrounded by mushrooms, going, "Yeah, yeah." Just <laughs> <laughs> have you been eating those red spotty mushrooms yeah. again? He's a real <laughs> boy, I tell you. <laughs> Brothing in the mouth. <laughs> Take him away. Yeah, He's I in feel, some I'm sort of you, nightmare. I don't know. That donkey transformation scene in the original Disney uh, animated oh, it's freaky and horrific. Horrific. Man. I don't think horrific. they'll ever make it better than the 1940s version. I think yeah. every other Pinocchio that says just not work. Well, they stole that they anyway because Disney are plagiarists, and yeah. they stole that from Lucius Apuleius, the golden ass, and it's not that kind of ass; it's the donkey ass. Mm-hmm. He gets turned into a donkey and um, goes about doing donkey things with his huge donkey <laughs> dong throughout the entire <laughs> ancient that world. Could be, that could- it's a different movie, goodness. Is that for real? Is that for real, or did you just make that part of it? <laughs> no, that that's, oh. that's real. Yeah. And uh, he ordered he gets, pizza. Get, the pizza boy back. came over. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. Oh no, the sink is broken. <laughs> I better call a plumber. Um, I did see that. I did see the, the Disney version of the poster. It's got the shadow of Pinocchio walking uh, sort of somewhere. And somebody changed the tagline to say, Pinocchio, all he wants is human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
but yeah, which is is, is true. Yeah, um, yeah, they're not lying. Um, don't, they, don't they spend time inside a whale as well, like that? Could yeah. 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 I mean, how often does that happen? You know, somebody's on the beach, whale comes up, like that's sucks them in. Am- and they... So I went to Amsterdam last year. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Travel by whale. <laughs> Cheaper than Ryanair, you know. Yeah, exactly. And better, better, um, better, better services as well than Ryanair. <laughs> More leg room, but uh, less amino acids or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the new trailer for Oppenheimer? Uh, Christopher Nolan's new one. I bet that's depressing. I, the trailer just was like, there wasn't much there. It's like, oh, this guy is going to make the bomb, and here's a picture of the sun, and here's some black and white footage. I mean, it's like, okay, I guess. I'm... The trailer is he wears a hat. Yeah. They really wear focused on the fact he wears a hat. He wears a hat, this and man, he loves the sun. Uh, I thought Jeff, Jeff Goldblum played Oppenheimer, didn't he? Uh, Did he? In it here on a BBC version oh. of it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, possibly. Um, yeah, it's like, and then he made his teleporter, and um, he went through it with an insect, uh, that was some kind of back. some kind of grasshopper, I think. I think, I think you might be getting the wrong wrong movie there, Dean. Uh, um, and um, he put a monkey through it, that, and then um, the rock appeared, and with a jet whack. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to, to see, see Gold Bloom as Oppenheimer. Yes, we've uh, no, he... we got a bomb, and uh, <laughs> you know it's it's going to be a you know, bomb starts with B. Bees are bees are you know kind of going extinct right now. <laughs> I think it'd be great. he was in the BBC one. I'm not sure if he played Oppenheimer or he was just in it, but this is like back in the 80s or something when everybody was obsessed with nuclear stuff. Or nuclear, as Bush used to say. Uh, HBO did a HBO original movie back then. I think it was called, what was it called? Like the Manhattan Project or something, with the John Cusack is in it as what's his name that gets irradiated and dies horribly when he accidentally is fooling around with the core. And uh, had me at and John Paul, Cusack dies horribly. Yeah, and <laughs> Paul, um, what was his name? Oh crap, dude! You know the actor. Uh, Butch and uh, uh, Paul Newman. Butch, oh, yeah. Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman <laughs> plays the general in charge of the project. I thought somebody needed to replace Dean. Um, what's it called? Sean's batteries in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, yeah, you don't see Paul Newman in much now, do you? He's dead. Uh, you might want yeah, to have just, just the salad dressing. I, Actually, have a, yeah. Just have it, a seat, yeah, Dean. I got, a, I got some bad news I need to tell you. Speaking his, his sources speaking, everywhere. Speaking of people who was dead, somebody made a point today that Patrick Swayze has been dead now for 10 years and he hasn't made Ghost 2. What a fucking hack. <laughs> well, you know why? You want to know why he hasn't come back to make Ghost 2? He, 10 years later, he does not want to have to redo the scene where he kisses Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, well, he she, took over too, Whoopi Goldberg's body to kiss Demi Moore <laughs> in a bizarre oh. lesbo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She, she's too That's busy denying that Hitler was racist. You know, she she's she doesn't get that Hitler was racist. <clears throat> he yeah. was not. He was an amateur. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was just a very a, a very naughty boy. That's right. <laughs> Stalin um, and Mao are like, those are rookie numbers. 
I again, I didn't see the trailer for this yet, but Blonde with Anna de Artemis playing oh, um, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe again because we haven't seen enough of Marilyn Monroe. We, um, we haven't seen enough of Anna de Armas, I can tell you that much. Matt hasn't. Um, apparently, it took him three days to write the article. Um, <laughs> I, I said, I said. Boomer and Gen X nostalgia will continue on until the sun burns out. It just never fucking goes. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not really that bothered. I kind of, eh. yeah. Anyway, so let's move on. Um, a Drago movie. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, the, 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 I mean, the actual Rocky movies have been quite decent, and I must admit, I enjoyed the first Creed. I think I've seen the second one, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it. Um, That's racist. But, well, what you know? I mean, yeah, there's a black guy in a fight. I mean, it could be any film. Um, yeah, those movies look alike. I don't know. <laughs> and then the he other one, gets, he always gets Creed mixed up with American History X for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other, the, again, another one, you know, in, in Hollywood fashion of not m- keep messing with stuff is the fact that Die Hard might be getting a prequel. Oh, thank God, Marge. Just fully been asking for it. Uh, there are like seven already of those or something. Like, I, wow. I, I, the actual movie's not a prequel, though. We've gone, we've gone after Die Hard, but not before it. Yeah, but if you watch them in reverse order, then you can watch Die Hard as a prequel, can't you? <laughs> yeah, it's is, is this so? Is the prequel going to be the start of John McClane's marriage falling apart? We're just going to see him arguing with his wife. Yeah. I was thinking the only acceptable way to do a Die Hard prequel is to just have John McClane on the plane, even if he's just asleep. You know, just him traveling to LA. Yeah. You know, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But he can't act anymore, can he? Because Bruce Willis has got that thing going on where he can't deliver lines. Yeah. Sort of like uh, an early on Aphasia or something, but it's like word salad. We've got an actor here who's got the same thing called Chris Ellison, who was in The Bill and lots and lots of gangster things, and he's got the same problem. So I feel sorry for him a bit, but also I don't, actually, because I've had enough of Die Hard movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, Bruce yeah. Willis is by apparently probably a Kevin Smith bullshit notwithstanding. He's 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 pretty based. Otherwise, you know, he, I like his stuff. For, for Hollywood, he is anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of that, that of course, that goes without saying. Yeah. I shouldn't have to. And then the last thing that was reported today is apparently Will Smith is ready for redemption over the slap. Yeah, he's doing oh. his apology tour. Thank goodness for that, because I mean, I I have, I have been torn up, uh, you know, since the Oscars about the whole bloody well, thing. Well, you know, when America's Magic Negro is almost cancelled, Bagger and that's Vance not my is cancelled. Who? Bagger Vance? I didn't know that was a, a thing. I thought that was just a trope. In... No, no, that's for real. Yeah, that was a oh. that's a real term. That's a real thing. Yeah. But, it's from yeah. that, yeah. I mean, it comes from Bagger Vance. So, what's I, the betting? I was going to say, what's the betting that Smith and Rock will end up doing a buddy movie I at some point with no, lots of too. winking and smirking yeah. in it? You know, yeah. that's what he does. Those two will never make a movie together. Two, no, those two egos would never. No, be. I don't know. I can see. It. I can just see somebody. There's going to be somebody <laughs> in the credits who's employed to keep 
um, bald black women off the set. <laughs> Although she's going to do a sequel to G.I. Jane. Mr. Mr. Smith's uh, bald black woman uh, uh, wrangler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although she could do a sequel to Alien. She again. could. Yeah. Because she yeah. could be the new Ripley. <laughs> Yeah, oh, sorry. No, I was right. I thought you meant she could play an alien. That's what I was. I thought that's what was going on too. Has he actually? I mean, I know he put out a video, but I mean, has he actually just gone up to rock? You know, like just went to a bar, it's like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, like you don't need to do a fucking YouTube video. You know, well, the guy that was wronged here was Chris Rock. Because right? obviously, obviously, if he'd just gone up and privately apologized, we would have seen a video of it somewhere. Uh, yeah. Well, that's my point. It's like, and then we wouldn't know that he apologized. And what kind of points would he get out of that? If he I'm waiting, I mean, Chris Rock hasn't really said anything. The closest I've heard Chris Rock talk about it is when uh, Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage and Chris Rock happened to be at that one. He's like, mm. Will? <laughs> 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 but you never see Chris Rock and The Rock together, do you? That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe they're the same person. Rock <laughs> goes into a dressing room and he's got a zipper in his back and he unzips it and Chris Rock comes out. Actually, he's like. <laughs> actually, I think it's uh, Chris Rock and uh, who's the guy that he always stars with? Uh, Kevin Hart. I think Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. I think they swap so that he can star with Chris Rock, uh, with The Rock in movies. I think that's what happens there. I, I, I was, was very disappointed when I hired The Rock, the movie, and it turned out to be Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. Now, why would you be disappointed? That is a fantastic movie about the only good, good yeah. Michael Bay it's movie there is. It, it's the, the best Bond movie. It's the best Bond movie. <laughs> it really is, yeah, because he's obviously James Bond in that. I, the only thing I remember that I haven't seen it for a long time, but I do remember the whole shaky cam thing and just watching it and, and just sort of imagining Michael Bay just shaking the camera, you know, and they're obviously like sat in a car park. The car's not even moving, but it's just like, shake the camera, make it look like it is moving around. Yeah. Um, but that, some of that gets a little out of hand, but for the most part, that movie is a lot of fun. Oh yeah. It is a great, yeah, it's a great time. I saw that in the theater with a couple of friends and man, we had a blast with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Okie doke. So let's let's get on to our main subject. Now, audience reaction in obviously the big screen, because it'd be weird if it was just audience reaction at home, even though those are big videos. But Yoda, you brought this up yesterday. Explain. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys a little well, I'm gonna show you the audience a little bit of this. And all three of them. Yeah, all three of them. And uh basically I this came up in my YouTube feed. It said audience reactions to Doctor Strange and Multiverse. Okay, so interviewed people outside the theater after the movie and asked them what they thought of it. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. Somebody is in the dad theater with the audio recording to listen to the audience react to moments. So I pulled out a couple of timestamps here. I mean, at at one point. I'll let you guys let the audience listen, but they're cheering the AMC commercial. So I got it going here. You guys can't hear it. And then you get to um they get to the Marvel opening. They're cheering the shit out of the 
Cheer, cheer, cheer. Then, uh, of course, <laughs> the one that really kind of blew me away was um, Wong shows up. You're, you're cheering the Wong. Now, I like Benedict Wong just fine. Whoa, but diversity. Whoa. I guess yeah. <laughs> they, they cheered for the Scarlet Witch. They cheered for Reed Richards. They cheered for Xavier. They cheered for I can do this all day. And I'm like going, there's nothing organic about any of this. This is just. This is paint by numbers. Clapping. Yeah, I'm clapping for content. I'm clapping for thing I know. Yes, corporate <clears throat> people. Yay, content. Yay. Like, why are you doing this? And then what's also kind of irritating about it is like you don't have to go to the theater and have the theater experience. You can just wait for somebody to record it and you can listen to it in the privacy of your own home so you never have to go to the effing <laughs> theater again and get that that organic moment because they've packaged it up for you in bite-sized 15-minute chunks to get all the best bits. I, I've, I felt like this this video is like everything that's wrong with movies from... The content to Marvel to Disney to clapping like seals for corporate content to recording it and putting it on YouTube for you to watch <laughs> in your own home. It's like uh, everything was offensive to me about this this idea, this whole thing. <laughs> so just, you don't just believe a... it's real? <laughs> oh, I think it is real. And that's I think it's real in the sense that, yes, people were there and they were cheering. But I'm like... Have we become so corporately programmed that we just they were cheering for Nicole Kidman's AMC We Come to the Theater? And it's like and they're like cheering for this. I'm like, what are you doing? You're cheering for the logo? You're cheering for the commercial? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, now, in the current world where we've learned that big corporations and big pharma and politicians and all that is the now is now the good thing, whereas it used to be the bad thing. But now it's the good thing because they they support the the narrative, the the message, as Critical Drinker calls it. So now they're all good, and it's okay to worship these things. So have corporations become new churches? Yes. Yeah, I think lots of things have become the new churches. To be perfectly honest, like the There's new church they built up the whole. <laughs> Yeah, Christianity is the new Christianity. It's great. <laughs> I, I wish country. it were back to the old churches. You know, Christianity was the old churches, and let let's keep it there. You, you want to have like your the, church fine. He, so what Yoda is saying basically is that he wants to see God smite all the gays like Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't believe that is, is what I'm saying. I'm saying well, I want to see God smite uh, Disney, though. That would be nice. Well, like I said, all the gays and pedophiles. John, John, okay, yeah. if, but I repeat if myself. God, if God is part of the Church of England, that's never going to happen. Are <laughs> <laughs> Catholics for have, that matter? Do you have a license to make that joke? <laughs> Strangely enough, yes, I do. I'm just so does my yeah, so does my bum hole. <laughs> I'm reacting to this, I guess, because I just found the whole thing. Like when we watched Star Wars back in the day, and we cheered. When Han Solo dove, turned up, dove, yeah. you turned up over the trend, save Luke Skywalker, and everybody clapped because it felt organic. And you were mentioning it with, um, you Back know, the future, 
Back to the Future where Biff gets punched. You know, you reason why you had a reaction because you were emotionally involved in the story and it was a climactic moment in the story and you reacted as anybody would. These people are clapping for corporate logos. Mm. It's it's, it's I, scary I, and bizarre to me that we've gotten to that point. I've got to put some input into here, and I'm going to say that I do think a lot of it is American people. Now, the reason why I oh, say is. that is, I is agree. In in over here, we used to have um, oh, uh, whose line is it anyway? And I, I think it started over here and it went to America. But it over did. here, it was called Clive James, and you know, it had Ryan Styles and Greg Proops and all this. And it was funny. And then, but when something was especially funny people would clap. Whereas the American one, I cannot watch because they literally go, and now scenes from a hap and everybody goes wild and bananas and screaming and hooping and hollering and cheering. And it's just like, all she said was scenes and that we know what's going to come. How about you let the comedians be funny. And then, and they've just kind of kind of clap at everything. And so I do think it is more American people than it is British audiences. I, I but think... you know behind the scenes there's somebody holding up a card saying clap, cheer, mm. and all this. There's somebody at the front. There's always a, I... and there's a warm-up guy as well who's got... I didn't all... imagine Americans could read, though, so... Well, yeah, I... the really big letters spaced out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know Tim Pool calls like the late-night comics these days clapter because they say, Trump, bad. Everybody goes, ar, 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 ar. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Right. Orange man, am Orange I right? man, he's bad, isn't he? Oh, that's so clever and funny. And I think, but I mean, this is like, it's not even politics. It's just I clap for thing I recognize. I'm sure this is probably, I haven't gone through these videos. I'm sure they got some Star Wars and Avengers and all the other ones, all the big corporate IPs. It's just like, we're just a fast food nation, but now we're like, cheering for the fast food like yay fries yay i mean maybe it is that i mean obviously we've been through the pandemic and everything else and getting back into the cinemas you know has been tricky over the last year 18 months so when you do get to go and see a movie and you are with friends and everybody else is cheering and everything else it is kind of like a hey you know it is great to be back type of thing yeah i don't but, think it's that though i think uh, this has been going on before that from what i'm yeah. seeing because they have a bunch of this for adventures infinity wars and that was well before the pandemic you know i've never seen any of that behavior in myself in the, even even in the avengers in or um infinity war i went and saw that in a the theater and there was no there well, was none. Did of you that. go on like opening night where all the? I went. I went. I, normally, I go like the the early screening the night before, like the Thursday at like midnight, that kind of thing. But I thought, oh, I'll avoid all the annoying kids, and it was still packed. It was still full of kids. I, I could not believe it. And uh, in fact, at the end of that movie, it was more of a deathly. It's like somebody just walked in and said, "Abraham Lincoln's been shot." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was like, oh. Well, well I in remember... my state, that probably would have uh, resulted in clapping. <laughs> but if you was in, like, Illinois or something, and somebody walked in and said, oh, my God, Abraham Lincoln's just been shot. It, it was that kind of... But um, other stuff... Like, there was a little bit of clapping in um, Civil War when Spider-Man first shows up as in his costume. That's the most I can remember. And even that was pretty subdued. See, that's so... <laughs> Because I was I was lucky enough to be in London when Endgame came out, and I went to a packed 
cinema at the uh, Leicester Square Odeon, which is where they have all the big premieres. Whenever you see premieres in London, they're always there. So I was lucky enough to get tickets. And I mean, it was a packed out cinema and I got talking to the people around me beforehand and stuff. And the bit where Cap gets Thor's hammer... Uh, the, uh, everybody went nuts, you know, and there was a massive cheer because it, you know, it was a, it was a good moment. And the end cheer? of the movie, did you? Oh cheer yeah, you? I was only joining in though. And, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Phil, you're you're talking about like a moment that has been building up, not just in that movie, but over many movies, ten years, yeah, ten years. They've kind of laid the groundwork, and it and it felt like a moment. I'm I'm talking about these people cheering because Wong showed up on the effing screen in a in a Doctor Strange movie that you knew he was going to be in. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't like a cheering <laughs> moment. You're cheering for the Marvel logo at the beginning. I mean, I'm like, oh no, this is beyond you know organic reactions at this point. It's it's worshiping at the church and yeah. saying your wrong. your hymnals when you're supposed to be saying your hymnals. It's it's is it gross? I'm, it's a, it it started back when that one dude, you know, started crying to the Force Awakens trailer, and you know what uh, I mean. That kind no, of no, I think it started before then. I've apologized for that. <laughs> do you remember the the? Did you do you remember the the documentary they did on the uh, the Phantom Menace? It came on no, the DVD. It was really good. I would good. never watch something like that. You wouldn't, but I know George did. And there's and and. They're showing like how they made it, and it's, there's no narrator or anything. It's just kind of done guerrilla style, which it's, it's really it's better than the movie. But there is a point where they get to the opening, and there's just there's these two guys there that like go on their knees and they scream <coughs> in happiness and they run into the theater. Ah, Star Wars! I'm like, oh, that that to me is when it started. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, on, a, on a side note, and I, I'm sorry if I missed this on the website or you guys talked about it already, but just so you two nerds know, I saw there's a, a, a docu- six, four or six-part documentary series about Industrial Light and Magic that's going to be on Hulu. Yeah, we did put it out there, um, and it's – I think it's, it's going to be on Disney Plus, actually. Oh, Disney, right, whatever. But, I, yeah, it's I'll probably be, watch it. I'm not paying for. Um, You'll still watch it, though, I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm not, not playing for it. No, but I, funny enough, I have been a fan of Industrial Light and Magic for an awfully long time because I think they are a great company that has produced some wonderful special effects in what happen to be sometimes good movies and sometimes crappy ones. But no, I've I've always been a fan of um, Industrial Light and Magic, so I will give it a watch. Yeah, their their history is impressive, but our reactions to these things, I mean. If they put that in the theater, people started cheering, you know, (laughs) the sound guy. I'd be interested in that documentary right up until the point that they start converting over to uh, CGI. Then I'd be like, that's enough of that. I don't give a shit. I kind of want to see that when they do the CGI, because apparently a lot of the CGI guys have said how overworked they are at Marvel. And I saw a great meme of a guy who was thoroughly exhausted and close to death. And it said, Marvel employees on learning phase five of Marvel, you know, it's coming out. They're like, oh, God. You know, I, I read that, too, where they just are overworking the crap out of these guys. And that they, I think there's been, I've, I've heard people talk about, especially the, the TV shows, but even like 
just, and it isn't just Marvel, it's Star Wars, anything Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. But you and I remarked on how bad some of the green screen compositing was for Obi-Wan and yeah. and how it looked so false and and just didn't work. And, and, and then there's like these moments where you're like, why don't you just walk around the gate? It's like if the special <laughs> Fox guys had, had filled that in properly, they wouldn't have, you know, you wouldn't have had that question in there and i it sounds like they're just running out of time trying to get this stuff done and they're just they're putting that's, out shit that's i mean to be fair i know i know doomcock is not a, a paragon of <laughs> you know the the intellectual news and stuff but i mean he said that it, the whole thing just seemed rushed that because dave fellini and john favreau had pushed back the release date for mando 3 it was like disney sort of said hang on we're not releasing anything for six months uh we've got subscribers we've got to fill in and it was just kind of it was rushed out and obi-wan i don't think was even a plan at the beginning of the year and yet somehow it came out in in sort of july august time and so yeah the whole thing did feel rushed because disney have got to churn out content to keep the keep the subscribers up well there were some no. bad moments in in thor i mean special effects wise the whole movie sucked but the new one the new one you made the new yeah. one I know what, what? The, re the real answer is to this. It's not because they're rushed. It's because they lost so much money on the recent movies that were all full of wokeisms that they, <laughs> they've they now had to downgrade their software and they bought it from Wish. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 so now we're getting the Wish versions of, the, of all these movies. Hey, you're uh, not. You're probably that. not all that far off, though. I mean, <laughs> seriously, they're they're probably having to cut back on the costs on these because they oh, are yeah, losing they, money. Like it, it's actually them. news that they they have uh, let a load of people go. Yeah, yeah the, you know, and so it's just the core team now with like you know the, the, the they used to have loads and loads of contractors all doing bits in different places. And pull it all together so that you'd get the final product that'd be edited and everything. But now it's just like the core team, and it's like, well, that's good enough. You know, there's no, yeah. they're not checking. They just want it out there because they can't they afford. Can, they they, they kind of promoted the head. They promoted the head of department whilst firing all of his staff and sort of like you did a really good job on thingy yeah i had a staff of 20 people who you've just got rid of yeah but you can handle it you'll figure it out but they figure... of course he doesn't know anything so. But they figure <laughs> yeah, they don't right. have. I mean, when I when I see these reaction videos, it's like it doesn't matter. They'll they'll clap like seals for the the goddamn Marvel corporate logo. Yeah, they will. That you see again. This is something that I've come back to. Um, I mean, I've seen people on Twitter, or I've seen a couple of people. Andor is the best Star Wars series ever. And you're thinking, right? What? You know, it's not even been out yet. You've seen one trailer, and yet you still think it's the best thing ever. Obi-Wan, best Star Wars ever. Obi-Wan series was the best Star Wars I've ever seen. And you're thinking, look, this is what Disney want. They just want people who pay no attention to the details, don't really care about the property. They just want them to buy it. It is just content. And it, you, you'll always get people that do that. You will never get a world where... You know, every, where people actually go, do you know what? This stuff is all crap. We're all deserting it. You know, there, there would always be people who sort of say, oh, no, no, you shouldn't desert it. It's really good. I'm going to give them money. I'm going to carry on giving them money. Oh, but there is a critical mass. I mean, you, you can see the, the, the revenue streams are declining because there's only so many 
diehards like that that will just accept anything with the word Marvel or Star Wars on it. And there's going to be more and more people that are deserting it. And you can't, at some point, you're not going to make enough money on these things. I just don't know what that critical mass is yet. I even enjoyed that Morbius one. <laughs> so you're part of the problem, team. I, I am that mark. Yeah, I, I, I get all the, the Marvel ones. I don't buy the DC ones, but I get all the Marvel ones. <laughs> And, I'm always uh, fascinated to see them because I think some of them, it's like with Spider-Man No Way Home and stuff. That was a, you know, that was a solid effort and a, and a well done film yeah. for what they did, you know. And and so I'm, it's like with Black Adam coming out and stuff. I've got I've got no interest in watching it, but I probably will put it on at some point in time just to see what it's like. Well, the new Spider-Man, the big thing, the the big mistake they made, they had a, a hot Aunt May, and now they've killed her off. Yeah, so there's yeah. no reason to watch that anymore now. <laughs> it's true. Now we'll never you're not, see you're not a fan of Tom Holland? I mean, uh, no, yeah, yeah, May, obviously. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Well, how, oh, Holland not, is going to be... I don't watch it for Spider-Man, you know. I don't like <laughs> Spider-Man. I just like all the characters around Spider-Man. Spider-Man's pretty boring. <laughs> well, how old true. is Holland now? I mean, he's got to be pushing 30 in just a few years by the time this Phase 5, Phase apparently, 6. Apparently, he's been turned down by James Gunn, so... Uh, <laughs> he's got... Ooh. So he's he's definitely 14. too old now, then. <laughs> Brian Singer, he, he's still... <laughs> In James Gunn's motto, if they're old enough to pee, they're old enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> but when they start getting hair on it, they're too old. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't know, I just, I'm wondering, like, I, I guess Holland has already said that he's kind of wanting to step away from the character because he's feels like he's getting too old Form in this iteration of being in <laughs> early college. That, that that is, so how weird. horrible is that? That he's what twenty years old and he's going. Oh, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm forty-seven. Shut up. <laughs> uh... Spider Man is supposed to be a teenager. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, anything yeah. older than like a late teenager, like nineteen or something, is too old. You know, it's like. But I mean, it should uh, actually be played by teenagers. You know. Yeah. I I was I was looking at. <laughs> Old. Sorry. Go ahead. What'd you uh, say? Just in Greece, you know, the movie Greece with um Olivia Newton John, oh, John yeah. You had a bunch of teenagers who were played by forty year olds there. Yeah. Dude, that's every horror movie with teenagers in it in the eighties. Thirty year old, thirty yeah. five year old They don't have crow's feet, they're too young. <laughs> I, Apart I from was... let, let the right one in that actually had kids in it. Yeah. Now that is a good movie right there. Yes, that is an excellent movie. Not the American remake, but the original one is fucking amazing. Well, the remake, the remake had all was that CGI spider monkey stuff, didn't it? With the... Yeah. Um, I never did bother to watch it. Because I, yeah, I knew it. Were, yeah, better off not doing it. God, that, that original, though, was a... Man, that was a... That, that, I saw that cold yeah. and was like, holy shit, that's a good movie. And I tell you who you don't hear anything of now is Dag Farch. I never heard anything, period. Who who is this person? <laughs> he was in one well, of these horror films. There was the the Halloween, he was like the Michael Myers, the He played like, Michael Myers. The, the young one and the, the Rob Zombie ones. Oh. oh okay. And he did all the conventions when he was a kid, you know, he was like twelve. Or something I don't know what fourteen maybe made a load of money from conventions signing things and just vanished. 
Did I ever tell you guys about the time that the guy that was that played uh, Leatherface came to my birthday party when I was a kid? Oh, tell us, Harry. <laughs> I, I I get it. I get it. I, obviously, Phil's blank stare tells me he does not. Most of Sean's what? stories involve him being ass raped by somebody. So, oh, I see. Oh, Wait. I see. Wait a minute. Before we even started the stream, just for full disclosure, Dean told a story about the time he was kidnapped delivering pizza and got ass raped. That's true. So I don't want to hear any jokes about me. <laughs> yeah, but at, least, uh, for me, but at least I was a fully grown adult all the time. <laughs> you know, you, you, you would you, you were just like you know uh, like honey like a honey trap for them. You know, I would like, appreciate if you didn't bring up my past with James Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was a very tender age. Why does he still get employed? You know why? And people will clap for the James Gunn title card, and the next card, yeah. see like, that's our pedophile right there. Yeah, that's our boy. Yeah, he makes he good that, movies. He did that Slither movie that was quite good. That's especially the only for the yeah. theme tune at the end. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I liked. A... I liked Super. I did too. I did like Super. Yeah, yeah that was. That. It was. A... In it fact, was a weird I, old movie. I, was, I mean, how can you not like a movie where Elliot Page gets half of his head blown <laughs> away? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny that you bring that up because I was very seriously contemplating reviewing that on the website for this weekend. Because it is. Good, well, I just, I don't know. I, I have to rewatch it because it's been a while since I'd seen it. I mean, I, I like Nathan Fillion cool. playing like Jesus superhero something in that. Like no, a, it's uh, Rain and Wilson. No, Rain and he, Wilson plays the other guy, but I think oh. Nathan Fillion plays. Nathan Fillion's been replaced now in like public consciousness with that Pedro guy who looks just like him. He, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what, man? I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No. That's that's uh that's the SJW version of Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because after well, Castle, after Castle, he was done anyway, wasn't he? Yeah. My mom well, loves what, that. What happened, what, what happened with him? He exploded. He just—he's just not doing anything. He—he he, he never was like the Hollywood it guy. He's not that attractive. He's getting old. You know. I always really liked him. Just—I'm not know. saying I dislike him. It was the him. Firefly. I, just... I don't know, but I always thought he was just—he was really good. And I'm glad he got Castle. It—it it, it was a nice little show. That was nothing. You know, just a procedural. And he was always fun and charming. And I thought, I, why? I, I, it kind of reminds me of Bruce Campbell in a way. It's like, why didn't this guy become yeah. bigger than he was? Yeah, but Bruce yeah. Campbell's an asshole now. Yeah, so. he is an ass. He's always yeah. been an asshole. Well, he's always <laughs> been. A, he used to be a funny asshole. Now he's just an asshole. So it's like. I, I always remember Nathan Fillion from Doctor Horrible's Sing Along Blog. I remember him from uh, a few episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where he was like this superpowered evil. That was a weird role for him. This this bizarre Southern preacher or something. I think he got the role because he was supposed to be Firefly, and Firefly got canceled, and so it's like, well, we got to give him some work. <laughs> so I'll put him in. <laughs> Joss take care of him, so he put him in there. He did the same thing for. Wait a minute, I thought that was before Firefly even started. No, no, it was after Firefly got canceled. Um, a number of those people ended up in Buffy and Angel, yeah. Because um, <laughs> Joss wanted to like keep paying he keeps him. I think. Up, just put him in something, anything. Yeah. 
Did you hear all the stories about Charisma Carpenter? And um, oh yeah, no, yeah. Oh well, like she was really badly treated by Joss Whedon. Well, oh, then, apparently, no once she yeah. came out, like they all came out. They were like, yeah, yeah, he was a prick. I, the only thing I remember about that is, is like I say, Charisma Carpenter came out, and then I think one of the um, uh, shelf designers. Oh, no, no, but somebody, some, one of the dress designers said, yes, Joss Whedon once grabbed my arm so hard he left bruise marks. And I did think, <laughs> there's probably a bit of a story to that. That you know, No, it's, Sarah it's Michelle not... Geller came out, then uh, Michelle Trachtenberg came out. I mean, they all started coming out of the woodwork once Charisma did her story, as I recall. That's what got it's him cancelled. And then you had Ray Fisher and all his shit. It's J- Ray Fisher. Oh. Um, so is is Joss Whedon then just like retired into Epstein's Island now? Pretty much, he's pretty much cancelled. Yeah, I yep. think so. Yeah. Thankfully, just, you know, lives on. Well, so give it give it five years. He have a major movie deal again. You know. Oh yeah, he'll be back. He'll be. Yeah. Back. He makes Avengers, and now he's exiled. That's just hilarious. It is, ain't it? Because he was the top of the world when the first Avengers come out. Man, that you could not. I would argue that he was probably, you know. Not that it's true necessarily, but he was considered, you know, the. What I mean, is it with these superhero it. directors? James Gunn, Whedon, Brian Singer—they all just. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> but should should we really bother like about what they do in their private lives as long as they deliver a good product? That's the thing. Because. Yeah, back in the day, you didn't hear about this kind of stuff. You know, it was all well, newspapers. That's just it. Stuff. They they are you know, <laughs> Gunn and all these others were. Uh, all too happy to run on the cancel culture bandwagon to to yeah. scream and yell. It's like, okay, well, if you get if you get nailed by it, I don't have any sympathy for you. Yeah, fine. You can you can you can live by the cancel culture, die by the cancel. culture. Yeah, that's but the they're problem. all backstabbers anyway. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, that's Hollywood. That's just like well, showbiz. You know, people are always it's been an absolute cesspool. It's been that way for decades. It's a isn't yeah. it amazing that. Every once in a while, you know, some pretty damn good stuff is excreted from that system. I mean, it's just like Excalibur or something like that. We were talking about it's something, whatever you like. No, no, John Borman's done nothing wrong ever. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. think of some other movie. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but, all right, uh, the, ninth, the Ninth Gate. The Ninth Gate, yeah, good example. Um, so thinking about this, I mean, not that it would ever happen, but. Um, I read the other day somebody on Twitter that I follow who's written a, f- a couple of sh- sort of smaller movies said that they just had a, a discussion with Lucasfilm about something. And question to all three of you would be, or to all of us, if you had the chance to work in Hollywood, would you? If I had like Steven Spielberg's power at like 1984 or something, sure, I guess, but not like now. Well, when you say work in Hollywood, what's that mean? Are you saying like, could I hold my own movie, or are you talking about act starring, or are you talking yeah, about you, yeah. getting, I mean, being the script girl, getting banged by the director, <laughs> promising that I'll get a part one day? Hell yes! And, <laughs> no, but, I mean, say like you know, I I I do think back to sort of pre the force awakens how jj abrams was obviously approached and sort of you know, do you want to make a star wars movie? <laughs> Hell yeah! And yet now. Obviously, I'm imagining it's probably one of the worst things he's ever done in his career. And so, I mean, like, you know, if if not that obviously it would, but, you know, if Hollywood came to me at, at some point in time and said, do you want to make a Star Wars movie? I'd have jumped at the chance. But like now, I think to myself, 
work with Disney, not, not well, I mean, look at not look at rare. John Boyega. I mean, the guy is just yeah. Uh, and and think, it's the same with Warner, Ray Fisher, career, and all that. Do you I think mean, his career is over? By the way, Boyega Fish, and Fisher. I think. Do you think they? Yeah. They've ruined themselves with Hollywood. Well, they may be able to. Like Boyega could probably go back to Britain and make some British movies, like he was. Before. Nobody watches did, that shit. No, we don't, no we but don't I mean, like he, if he either. doesn't care, he can still work. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, he just wouldn't like... even get a job. He, John Boyega wouldn't even get a job in Death in Paradise now. <laughs> <laughs> I get that joke, Dean. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is a Caribbean set detective thing that's like a bit shit. But you know what? We'll I, watch it. I was going to say my wife quite likes it, but she hates the fact I I absolutely love um, Josephine Jobert. Is it the one of the? Yeah, and now she's left. I know, um, but when she was on it, my wife used to watch it, and I would just sit there sort of like, "Cool, she is beautiful. And she, right, I'm turning this off. Good. <laughs> Especially if she was wearing something pastel You know, oh. she would wear like some kind of pastel jumpsuit, suit, suit was... you know. You, know you two calm down now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason for watching that. That and JP. JP was good as well, but he's out of it, so it's not. Yeah. It's, it's rubbish. I can't stand Ralph Little. I just can't bear him. And uh, how, he's, Ralph Little is one of those people that I imagine had to fill in for somebody one day and then suddenly became famous because of it. <laughs> you know, that he's not particularly very good, but it was just kind of like, oh, can you read the lines for so-and-so? And he did it, and then somebody said, oh, he's a good star, isn't he? Let's put him in more stuff. Have, having sat through three years of bloody Ardor O'Hanlon in it, oh, yeah. which was the worst time of Death in Paradise. I mean, it's bad yeah. anyway, but this was really bad. Wait a minute. You, Ralph you, Little. You're, you're telling us how bad it is, and you've both sat through three years. <laughs> for Josephine. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched it on a... <laughs> Yeah. I would avoid it if I could. Um, yeah, like I say, I'd avoid it if I could. But, I mean, yeah, again, it's it, so mis... But then it's funny because we're going to talk about Arnold Hannon here, who the guys have never heard of. But, I mean, you know, he was brilliant in Father Ted. And yet that's kind of the only thing he did. He did that superhero thing a little while back, which just didn't yeah. work or pan out. But, um, yeah, I miss him in Father Ted. That was to replace the Nicholas Lindhurst one, where Nicholas Lindhurst went back in time. Yes, that's right. Um, and it was like the same slot. Yeah. yeah. Which was okay, but, you know, it's I Nicholas love, Lindhurst. I, love, I do love talking about this with the other two going, what? <laughs> that was Nicholas Lindhurst. They, they will see it one day. They, 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 they probably know Only Fools and Horses. And, I was going to say, I would love yeah. to see how Only Fools and Horses goes down in America, because it would most likely be, need to be subtitled. <laughs> they wouldn't even be able to do a remake of that, because there's nothing like that. Like in American culture, there is no kind of... Wheeler uh, I suppose bre- Breaking Bad, maybe. No, but, but if that was funny. I was, was to, I was talking to someone the other the day about when they tried to remake Faulty Towers for America, and one of the producers said, "This is pretty good, but can we get rid of the annoying manager guy?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> what the main focus of the program? You want to get rid of him? Uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, the Star the, the, Wars looks pretty good, but can you get rid of the spaceships? Can we not <laughs> set it in space? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, haven't they been adding more spaceships? In every release that comes out on DVD, there's more spaceships added and more things in the background that were never there before yeah 
you see, you say about the product and stuff again at the at the very end of Rise of Skywalker, the bit where all those ships turn up at the end and stuff. I've seen reaction videos of people crying at that. You know, it was so Star Wars and everything else. And like I say, they'll just it's product, so they'll have it. It's you got know, the Star Wars, so it's great. It's funny you you should say the way you say it, George, because there was probably a time where I had that kind of emotion towards Star, Wars. Yeah. and now it's like. I'm just dead. Like, there's something new with Star Wars coming out. It's like, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't care. They've, they've, they've taken all the, like, I'm sure I could watch the original trilogy again and enjoy it, but I, I haven't really found that I want to like I used to when it was just the original trilogy or just the original, maybe you just had the prequels, but that was it. Felt like it was a little bit more special. And now I'm just like, you've I killed think, it. You've think, killed yeah. the emotion at full. I think we asked the question. You're breaking it. Laugh movie out post. Make sure you subscribe. Am I? Hang on. You were for me. I don't know. No, I'm doing that. No, you were. Um, oh, sorry. But with the, um, we asked the question recently about the more content they churn out about something, does it then cheapen the main property, like yeah. with Star Wars and with Star Trek? Does. Yeah. You know, it's like it, printing it's like money. You, say, you know, now there's too much of it, and interest rates and all the others. It's just uh, the value no, of the currency. That's not. That's not the definition of recession, Yoda. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and a recession yeah. is actually a good thing. No, but not, I know. We were, but so my point is, were, if you print too much money, money isn't worth as much. If you put too much out, too much content out, it ain't worth as much. And it's that's exactly what has happened. Thank you. Oh, hello. Oh, that's right. Nancy. We're having an Amazon delivery of like, not pizza oh. this time because my my asshole hasn't recovered from <laughs> last night. So, um, I thought it was Dana from Beyond the Grave. No, my, my wife's American, so you know she uh, like sits here patiently and quiet and doesn't say anything because she's not loud at all. You know, and she knows what Americans will happen. are not known for being loud and obnoxious i don't know well well not not, not the women because you know no yeah no. you, you can I, hit them I, karen is to. clearly a british <laughs> import <laughs> I, do, I do remember i do remember somebody saying about the difference between american people and british people at disneyland how american people at disneyland go let us make you out let's make you out and british people are going some twat dressed up there, look. <laughs> well, You'd like I to was, believe that. I remember anyway, you're going back to the cinema reactions, right? I went to see Jurassic Park when it first came out, and it was absolutely packed, full of people. And it was full of kids as well. And they watched the dinosaurs, they're all in silence. Right? Everybody in that movie theater was in silence watching the big dinosaurs because they're real, you know. Yeah. And then when the dinosaur bit the guy who's sitting on the toilet, and like you know, pulls him out of the toilet and is like shaking him in its mouth. The one American in that audience screams <laughs> out, "Oh my fucking god, no!" <laughs> like, and and everybody is like, "Who said that? You know, who's, who broke the code of silence?" And that's you know, a... the, a movie? And what kind of American is upset that a lawyer gets killed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, you know, a typical American, I expect. Because, no, you know, that's not right. Yeah. We. we... Oh, the lawyers. oh, I watched a video with like 12 lies 
that somebody was told about America. They're like Irish, and all their information has come from movies. And they thought, in, when they went to America and they went to LA of all places, oh, that really? one of the things was they thought everybody would be suing each other. None of the fuckers <laughs> got any money to sue anybody else in America. It's just, you know, it, you can't do it. You think you want to do it. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to sue a load of people for defamation. But you got to have like at least $20,000 to even start that. And you do you yell it, it a lot. You'll see people <laughs> yeah. yell it. I'm going to sue. They're not going to sue. Yeah. That uh, reminds my, my. Oh, go ahead. I thought you were doing. Oh, no. It just it doesn't happen as much as you, as you think. And there's always frivolous ones where people have got yeah. like a, an ambulance chasing lawyer that would do it for them. But there's not. But, you know, it's not. You know, you. You. you accidentally kick somebody on, on the way to the McDonald's toilet for a bit of cottaging and then like find out, you know, you've been sued for it or being done for the cottaging, you know, cause well, the, hold on a second before you, this reminds me of uh, my, the Vietnamese girl I dated for years. She told me that in Vietnam, she said it's very common saying that in America, Americans wake up in the morning and wash their face with Coca-Cola and have steak for breakfast every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. Most of, them. of course they yeah. do. I, do. I, did, I did see. I did see a great meme, and it's, it had a breakfast, and there was like there was um, uh, American pancakes and and bacon and a gun on the table and all this lot. And somebody said, "This is how I imagine Americans have breakfast." And somebody wrote, "No, the breakfast gun goes on the left." <laughs> yeah, that's correct. That's true. <laughs> but they do, they do eat steak a lot more in America than they do here. Well, these days I I've think. had to switch to ground beef because of the economy, but yeah, otherwise that's Let's go, Brandon. Every, everything's yeah. true, yes. <laughs> we we all eat steak all the time. We brush our teeth with steak. It's really I did, you, hoop I, and, you hoop and holler at everything. Yep. I uh, did have steak Friday and Saturday for dinner. That is true though. God damn, it's, I it's cheaper. Steak. Listen, it, it it was it was sort of a special I just I went to the store and they had like one of those big like inch and a half thick cuts of a, a cowboy cut they call it T-bone and it was like a day old so they had it for sale for like fourteen dollars I was like oh man uh, well, I've always... one of the one of the things in America is you can go into a store and you can buy like twenty four steaks in one pack and it will <laughs> fit in your fridge because your fridge is the size of a small house here <laughs> that's true uh, but but here you can't do that that's the, that's the thing so everything's yeah. small and expensive. So you yeah. go to buy you go buy one steak here, it would cost what half a dozen steaks cost in America. Also, Dean, we can't choose steak with our bad teeth. Um as no, well. We so. don't we don't even have teeth, most of us. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, Dean, Dean told me last year that I did not know, and that was every English kid had uh, four teeth pulled when they're young, that way when their wisdom teeth come in, they don't um yeah. That was you telling me about that, wasn't it? Dan? Yeah, yeah. They they take out like next the ones next to your canine teeth, the premolars or whatever they're called. They take out four, two at the top, two at the bottom, and then when wisdom teeth come in, they just fill in the back as another molar. So we have like more molars, or some people don't. You see, like you make it you sound see, like the cone heads. Yeah, <laughs> but, so, but some people don't have that, and then they end up with too many teeth in their head, and and then they have problems with wisdom teeth. And th this was a, a thing when I was a kid. I mean, everybody had it done. Yeah, I must and... admit, I remember being, I used to have gas when I was, yeah, yeah actually general anesthetic to take out the teeth. And like, yeah, I had four teeth taken out, but I've never had an issue with wisdom teeth, so. 
I think all it's right. weird how you guys think that, you know, all Americans, all they do is eat steak. All is eat steak. It's like you're the one that have the guards called the beef eaters. I don't know why this is. Yeah, they have min- kind of minced beef. They have minced beef. Whatever. Like, with, with, with the, we don't actually like, name people that, you know. <laughs> they, I think a lot of them eat cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that beef. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that, that's the kind of beef they like. It's, that kind of that kind of wiener. They do look like big penises with fur. I was going to say, yeah, it's not so much a steak, more of a sausage. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've got to be gay now to be in the army. Yeah, because, at least uh, in the U.S. Army, you do. That's for sure. Oh, well, well, definitely. Look at what those grenadier guards wear—a big furry hat and everything. You know, it's like. They all they love those uniforms, don't they? They're polishing their little buttons and everything. That's that's something you know. That's the kind of gay thing, isn't it? The clothes and the very fabulous. Uh, yeah, because you could dress up like that and go to a party. You know, catch monkey parks. Oh man, the police! The police are at my house again. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm already on the list for my my, my Islamic flag. You know, I fly. It, it, it makes me feel ever so safe that they keep watching me. You know, I got this on. That's, on top that's of like the other one. He's not joking one. about that, by the way. He really is on the list. That's um, <laughs> like the old, the old joke at Halloween, isn't it? Saying, "Oh, I hate Halloween." Kids knocking on my door. Got him this year though. I sprayed Peter down the side of my house. <laughs> Uh, so this is a movie website we love to talk about movies and all things about movies and um yeah, i think this so, was a topic at some point i don't know well you know if you're talking about movies you've got to talk about pedos because uh, pedos make so. them all yeah you know, pedos that, star in them that is that is so depressing everywhere. i can't even i i, I so sad Speaking about movies, guess what I watched last night? And I still, no matter what this guy here says, Caddyshack 2 is still hilarious. I watched that again last night. I remember the second one. Randy Quaid is so funny in that. And there's absolutely no pedophiles in that film. Of course not. Dan Aykroyd. Just to make you, you I met Randy Quaid once. He was shooting. He was shooting a film over here. It was a t. It was a Hallmark movie called <laughs> Genuinely. It was called The Magical Legend of the Leprechauns. That sounds magical. Um, and yeah, he was I, a friend of mine. Used to be an extra, and she called me up and said, "Do you want to come down to?" It was uh, a place called Nuki down in Cornwall. She said, "Do you want to come down and shoot for a couple of days?" So we did. And yeah, Randy Quaid was on set, and he was very nice. Uh, but he was—he used to take the time to talk to us, and also was there. And I didn't realise who it was at the time. Was Peter Serafinowicz, who is a sort of British comedian, but he did the voice of Darth Maul. Yeah, um, he was so, recent. He uh, was in the first Guardians movie. That's right. And yeah. he was uh, the Tick. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I met him as in well. the new in the new version of the Tick. Not oh, the original. I was going to say that sounded like oh, what's no. his name? The one on Amazon. You know a good. Um, Randy Quaid movie that he is in is The Wraith from the 1980s about the Charlie Sheen guy is killed and comes back as a. Uh, yeah. I love that movie. That's another one that will be on the on the website pretty soon. Sure I say Days of Thunder, but hey, what? Oh no, I? that's a shit movie. There, I love that movie. It's a dog shit movie. I, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Days of Thunder once in my entire life. That's probably enough. I don't know why I, think- I enjoy it the way I do. I guess because it's basically Top Gun on wheels. I, I know it's just it's got guns on them. No <laughs> missiles. 
that would be a better movie. I I was hoping. I wonder if they'll redo Days of Thunder now that he's done Top Gun. Oh Maverick. yeah, Days of well, Thunder. Too. If you watch if you watch Days of Thunder backwards, right, as a good <laughs> racing driver gets increasingly more shit. Yep. <laughs> and that's the story. I. <laughs> I think I've done that with Top Gun, and it's amazing how they resurrect a guy. Dean's <laughs> yeah. discovered a whole new genre of movie, which just makes things much more interesting than the actual film itself. Well, if you watch Irreversible backwards, you know, it, it's still <laughs> it's still got a, yeah, it, it's it's still got a forty-minute rape scene. <laughs> just at the beginning, I, I, I have a really good one, Benjamin Button. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> we watch a young dude get old. Oh, oh, oh you, you, or that you can compelling. watch old. You can watch that movie called Old by uh, Shaolin and Ding Dong. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. And nothing happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it most of his movies anyway. Yeah. I watched uh, Schindler's List backwards, and all the Jews came back. It was nice. Finally, a happy ending. Nearly as funny as the original. Not as funny, but much, much. Much better ending. I've still got to do that. Why was the one red one in in it in Schindler's List? There was like some character in red. Yeah, is a little girl. The little girl in the pink coat. Yeah. 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 I thought that was the dwarf from Don't Look Now. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to make that same movie crossover. It's a very interesting artistic choice by Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg's like, wow, uh, okay. Um. Or could have been Alice And this Sweet is Alice, the moment when we all coaching. went to hell. <laughs> George, we need to talk about Don't Look Now, by the way, on our next thing, because I was going to bring that up the other day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there was real sex, in, real sex in that one. Yeah, I know it, just like the brown bunny. Dean, have you ever seen the brown bunny? Yeah. Have you seen the the director's cut where he sort of was able to give the full version of it that he wanted? Oh yeah, I got it in big lots. So, did you like it? Nah. No. Okay. Uh, I don't like. I, the, I, I, I don't like imagine. the girl. I mean, you yeah, just Beanie. Say it again, Dean. I don't like the girl. She was the one who had her legs cut off in uh, American Horror Story Two: The Asylum, and I don't like her. Uh, what is her name? I can never pronounce it. No, Sabine. I don't. Know. That's why I've always called her. What? Chloe Savini. Chloe, yeah, that's it. Chloe Sav- Savigny or something like yeah. that. And she was in the the Asylum version. Of, well, not the Asylum version because that's a movie. You know, the Asylum series. It's called the Asylum and in, in American Horror Story. And at one point, she gets her legs cut off by um, the pig farmer. What's his name? Babe. The one from Babe. But they oh, grow back. Cromwell or whatever. James Cromwell, freak. yeah. Yeah, he's a freak yeah. of life, ain't he? Yeah. And, I did watch uh, Confidential the other day, and he's very good in that. That is an excellent movie. That even with Kevin Spacey and all the other pedos in it, that is a fucking outstanding movie. I like I like Maddox says uh, we just he asked about Tenet. I said yeah, watch Tenet backwards. It was equally confusing. <laughs> yeah. There is an '80s exploitation movie called Tenet too, and it is very violent and much better than the Christopher Nolan version because it's very violent and exploitative. Just saying. Of course you would if know you watch it. if you watch Dunkirk back <laughs> it's a successful invasion <laughs> it's a, yeah. 
It's D Day. It's called D Day. They already called it. It's called the longest day. If you watch I it, I thought I'd just let, let you have that that moment of glory there. That's a successful invasion. You know. Man, we could do this I, all day. Saving Private Ryan backwards. He ain't saved. My, my, my favorite thing about Dunkirk is is the fact that people um, kicked off stink that there was no black people in it because it was just like accurate. And I, I know two people who are very much into World War One and World War Two, and they said. There were no black people there. He said there may have been a small battalion from Northern Africa, but it was literally about 20 people. <laughs> but, you know, there were people like, well, I'm not getting represented in this movie. That's well, because... but the truth is we didn't have any black people in Britain until the 60s. Exactly. The, the, we had, like, the, that thing with the, what's the name of the, the ship? The uh, the thing they oh, keep making documentaries about. Um, I can't remember, but I know the one you mean. Yes, not. I want to say it's like water slide or Watergate. It's got exactly. water in it. Oh yeah, watershed. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. No, just a story about black people coming to England. But what what it's happened not? was, you see, is like because so many white guys got killed in World War Two and doing national service or whatever. There's like nobody to drive the buses, so they put out this call to the Commonwealth to say. Like, does anybody want a job in Britain? And all the these Jamaicans and Barbadians or whatever all got on these boats that got came to Britain to be bus drivers, really, and work in mm. factories. And that's why we had the big population explosion of, of black immigrants. You know, I, everything I know about... Windrush, black, that's... The, every, yeah. Everything I learned about black immigration in England, I learned from Eric Clapton. Yeah. Why? Because he had a lot of interesting things to say about it in the eighties, is very based. <laughs> you, should, you should wiki that up. As a matter of fact, it did the yeah the rock against racism movement that happened. But yeah, because uh, but he, the, yeah. I know but the... yeah. It, in World War Two, there was maybe three black people in Britain. Yeah, you know, there was just uh, they weren't. Uh, they would come and go as visit. Excuse you know. me, Dean. Not to correct you, but according to Channel Five, Anne Boleyn <laughs> was black. Oh yeah, and it's good performance too, you know, because you know, uh, nobody even notices or calls it out. Well, you know how very know, convincing. Yeah. You know how I knew that the SJW movement, I mean, I think it pre-jumped the shark, but I I knew it jumped the shark when it started calling the the people, the white people living in England colonizers. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, you know, Britain is like, we always claim we never had slaves and stuff, but we did when we were colonizing. Yeah. So Britain is part of that naughtiness. And, uh, <laughs> but they, well, but you had we the never, Irish too, right? Yeah. We, but we never had them, we never had it here. Otherwise, because no. you know, we got the, the class system and the feudal system, and white people are the slaves to the like royalty here. To, to other white so they didn't need it. They didn't need any more. You know, <laughs> they didn't need any more. It was like, well, you know, you, you can leave plenty you already. Your, thank you very much. You can leave your people with like their good suntans in their own countries because we've got our own people with suntans out working. Well, you, you the fields, gotta, you, know? you gotta get the good quality slaves, and that's going to be white people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get substandard <laughs> slaves. Well, yeah. I think we had unions back then of like we're not allowing any any uh, foreigners in because you know it might work a bit better than us. So we got to keep like the 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 spirit alive, doing it half-assed. Is it, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
but uh, yeah, it's uh, Irish people uh, used to be responsible for picking all the fruit here. No kidding. Yeah, you know they go, they turn up these uh, these gypsies and stuff to do all the fruit picking and everything. They're still most of it, but you know, yeah, anybody would. Um, and then now we've got like <coughs> Ukrainians doing the same thing. Have you uh, been tempted to get yourself a Ukrainian? nanny or au pair or something since all, uh, the war started well well not now but like you know, <laughs> th- 30 years ago when uh, and, and certainly i didn't even have children but i would have had one, you know. i love all those ones with the those ukrainian refugees with the kenyan accents it's really yeah. impressive huh? yeah they, they're, they're obviously you know genuine asylum seekers obviously they're not economic migrants at all no. so uh, you you say about not having kids. I, I read a great one the other day about if you've got like a spare room in the house, decorated like a child's um, thing, and get a babysitter around and just say they're upstairs asleep. We'll be home at ten. <laughs> and then when you come home, you know, sort of, oh, we're just going to go and check. Well, where is the child? <laughs> and and in the meantime, you can dress up like a psycho from a, a lunatic asylum and like menace. Stand outside the window and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's always good for a laugh. You, you know? know how like there's the old joke about oh the gold the kid's goldfish died and they run out and buy another one and the kid don't know. I wonder if there's ever been a nanny that like the that shook a baby <laughs> to death and then ran out and got another one and brought it home and the parents well, didn't Louise, notice. Louise Woodward tried that. <laughs> yeah. she, she got halfway there. That's the old that's the line from how, from um Family Guy that shake me, shake me like a British nanny. <laughs> but but also, like, if your nanny dies, you just replace her with another one, and like, no, the kid doesn't notice the difference. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, once, what, once you put the plastic bag on the head and put her in the shed, <laughs> with, tied up with with a, a washing line and a bottle of Sarsen's malt vinegar in her mouth, you know, <laughs> it's a nice which touch. is yeah, it has to be Sarsen's. You no, know, I, 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 I I appreciate your attention to detail. The extra I'm, detail really adds. Not, a bit not that I've actually done this. No, you know, no, I'm no, no. Very precise, I'm just very precise. <laughs> over, over, no over. accusations here. You're in a safe place. Yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> just between I was thinking us three. Of, of the nanny killing the baby and going out and getting another one and just sort of like desperately phoning around a friend saying, "If you got a baby spare," and then sort of just putting it in the crib and the parents coming home going. <coughs> Wasn't as black as that, was he? <laughs> <laughs> well, I get your white one, but it's going to take nine months. Okay, so I'll tell you who never need a nanny again. Uh, that's the McCanns. <laughs> <laughs> Is she still missing? <laughs> Apparently, um, actually, they've been in the news for about six months. So would you uh, seeing them? Um, I read a great one the other day. They said on the scale of the McCanns to. Oh, uh, Joseph Fritzel, how good are you at keeping your children at home? <laughs> who was that American good. one that everybody fancied who killed a kid? Um, oh, uh, that's what I was going to bring up. I've seen a meme with so her. many. And it's Casey, her, Casey, Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony, yeah. 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 I, wasn't very good in close-up, though. She, I mean, she, she wasn't that special in close-up. She was well, a bit, a, you know. Have you seen that meme and it's got Casey Anthony on one side and Joe Biden on the other and it says on a scale of zero, uh, on this scale, how much do you hate kids and Casey Anthony's one side and Joe <laughs> Biden's on the other? Joe Biden loved kids a long time. Yeah. I think he just, he's, he's lost all his other senses, so the only one he's got left is a sense of smell. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's, that's how he recognizes people. He's like, you know, a dog sniffing butts, <laughs> but he's like, you know, oh, this, this, this small dwarf. 
this small dwarf person is obviously uh, like a child because it doesn't smell like a normal dwarf. Um, <laughs> is that is that even that's not politically correct, is it? Dwarves they don't they hate being called that. They get a little bit offended. I think you yeah, call them like... they don't like being called elves. Um... <laughs> Gnomes is still okay. No, <laughs> they, they, they don't like being called bitch either. <laughs> Yeah, but then you get crossover with the full-grown ones, and that's... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. A full-grown one being uh, Peter bitch. Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, full-grown <laughs> one. Peter Dinklage is, is a bitch. And, yeah. um... I still love the photo of Mel Gibson and Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage, and it said, oh, it's lovely that Mel and Jason have had a child. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's got the little beard as well, you know? <laughs> If Peter Dinklage was a full-size human, had had no problems at all ever in his life with like nobody looking down on him or anything like this, he would still be a cunt. (laughs) Oh, I, I, I didn't really know that much about him other than, but when he came out and talked about how, yeah, they're they're putting dwarves in the Seven Dwarves movie, and like there was like all these. Oh, yeah. Dwarf actors are like going, uh, dude, you're taking away our job. Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with you? Uh, the one time we get a job every ten years. Yeah, he's, he's he's yeah, he got his, and now he's he's you know, <laughs> they love to say this, pulling up the ladder, but he like literally did, uh, he and he needed a ladder. In, I know that, but he was <laughs> never was. cast in anything because of his ability. He was, he was cast in it because he was there. I, I, I'll tell you, that was really low of him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was good at Game that of Thrones. That was a small joke for a small man, Phil. <laughs> I thought he was really good at Game of Thrones. I don't think he's been that great in anything else. He started off in Nip Tuck, didn't he? And that was just, that was anybody's. Like, just grabs like somebody short and put them in here. And, like, yeah. Put in, I think the first time great. I saw him was in that Narnia sequel. He was an elf. Yeah. I hate that. I, I, there's a great right. there's a great picture of him holding a shield in Game of Thrones, and it said that before Peter Dinklage became famous, he used to sell guitar picks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best movie he was ever in was uh, Knights of Badassdom. That's yeah. the only good thing he's ever been in. Yeah, he was in, in spite that, of him. Uh, that yeah. I I care too much or something. It's called, you know, the one with um, Rosalie, whatever her name is, from the. Uh, Bond films. Oh God, she's a, she's like a she's like a carer or something. No, I care a lot. It's called. And oh, I never got around to watching that. And he's Maddie like a... is in the comments, and he keeps asking me about the movie that I mentioned earlier. And no, it was not directed by Polanski, dude. It's like a Z grade '80s action sort of like a ter- like a worse version of Death Wish Three. Basically, it's you. <laughs> You can find it on YouTube. Somebody uploaded it not that long ago, but no, it's just a exploitation movie by who even knows who the hell directed it. So, oh well, there's a there's a uh, a thing by the same director, like with all the roles reversed, called Dirty Weekend. Dirty Weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's that, that about? Death Wish <clears throat> with a woman. Death Wish with a woman. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's awful. It's, uh, it's, it's got Shop some Essex girl in it, you know. Who's, what kind of? What is the story if you watch it backwards? What's the story of it if you watch it backwards? <laughs> if you if you if you run it backwards, she doesn't have premenstrual tension. 
That's what causes the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> One moment. <laughs> I, I, I've now got this is now a thing with me. It's like I've seen these films so many times. I just like watch bits of them. And then sometimes run them backwards so it's more interesting. You know, wake up my own dialogue as I go along. <laughs> I, I, I decided I wanted to start making videos, but watching a video whilst explaining it to a woman. So, like, you know, and sort of fast forwarding through the big hit and then stopping it and pausing it and saying, right, that's Luke Skywalker. He's the hero. He's going to save the end of the day. And no, you haven't seen him in anything else. Yes, that's Harrison Ford. <laughs> Yeah, also, you have to explain to them, mansplaining means man-explaining. <laughs> it's short for man-explaining. Yeah. Exactly. It's who's that? When I'm here watching things with my wife, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not, isn't that from so-and-so? And, and yeah. And then we have to look them up on the IMDb <laughs> to make sure that they are. <laughs> My favourite is when neither of us have seen the film before and she'll go, well, why is she doing that? I yeah. don't know. I've got no more information than what you have. You know, I haven't got a clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Although the worst thing, the worst thing in, in my household is like I put on a film thinking my wife's never seen it. And she's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> she's seen them all. She's seen everything. What? She's seen everything I've seen, plus other films I didn't even know existed. Because <laughs> when I go when I when I go off to bed, she's got those things still running, and she's watching like things that I wouldn't even believe she would watch. And then like I come back, it's like, have you seen this one? Yes. Yeah, so so has she seen Irreversible? Either that, yeah. or she just doesn't want to sit down with you for two hours, so she just says, "Seen it," just to get you off of her back. Well, well there is that. It's yeah. all lies, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, uh, I, admittedly, I do watch some of the most heinous things ever, like the Rise of the Foot Soldier and stuff like that. But she got she got into that. She likes those. Um, you know, I, I watch some the, the most terrible, gruesome, nasty European stuff that I can find, and like, and she sits there quite patiently and watches it and and plans secretly to enact them when I'm asleep. <laughs> you know, she she I mean, watches all the crime documentaries, all these everything about murders. She's watching them. I'm sure it's just she's making notes. She's always scribbling something. When you know you're making her watch the most awful, hideous movie you can watch, and she's moaning, you sort of say, "I had to watch Bake Off." So this is a compliment, yeah. all right? She, this is she a good... Well, she hasn't watched Bake Off, so she watches MasterChef, which is worse. Oh, you know yeah. what? That That's a good segue, George, that we're, we're missing. Since we've pretty much wrapped up our, you know, our... our uh... I don't know what the hell the topic was today anymore. <laughs> anyway, when we were talking about uh, controversial movie? movies, we, of course, Serbian film come up. And Dean uh, has some thoughts on Serbian film. And that now's a good time to get that before we end the... You know, we ran out of time. Uh, have I got thoughts on it? I, I, I don't you, know. You, I, you, you said quite a bit to me about it, it in the past. It wasn't my proudest fap. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, I, I, did, I did like the prostitute until they knocked her teeth out. We um, all have our shameful one. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's very well made. I like the techno music. I, I All the actors in it are 
top of their game in their own country, whichever it is. Oh, it must be Serbia. Um, <laughs> <I think so. laughs> the the guy who was uh, Milos in it, he was in a film about uh, shooting, like a uh, Olympic sh- sport shooting. Yeah, with uh, shot guns. through the heart. And that shot was really good. Thing. Yeah, that was really good as well. Got that one. And uh, like everybody, you watch it and you think. You know, in their own country, these would be Oscar-nominated actors, mm-hmm. but they don't have Oscars there because Serbia so can't saying, afford anything. So you're, saying, so you're saying if a Serbian film was called a British film, it would be starring Judy Dench and Kate Winslet, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and and possibly Michael Palin. <laughs> I can I, I can see him as being the newborn <laughs> porn guy. Yeah, I don't want to see him as that. I mean, he's very old now. Dude. I remember that you told me that you thought that after that movie, nothing really was that shocking. That no, that, that, that was like everybody wanted the most extreme horror movie that could ever be made, and they made it, and then they all complained about it. Like all the, that <laughs> polarized everybody. It's like all the people that wanted it, it's like the best thing ever, and all the people that wanted it, like as a token gesture, when they saw it, they all disgusted by it. It's like, oh, I never watched that. Oh, well, it's got pedos in it. Yeah, so is every other movie you watch, groomer. So. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, I was amazed the, the, how that turned people, especially in what they call the horror community, although there isn't actually a horror community. It's just people that go to conventions, you know, who form little cliques. But that's another story. But it it, it, it just divided them that you're either pro a Serbian film and extreme horror movies and torture porn and, and all the rest of it, or you're not. And mm. the, the so you've got the James Wan kind of horror people that just want lame shit. And then you've got the, you know, they want jump scares and all that. And then you've got the people who want to see something that actually really messes with their minds. Not that yeah. a Serbian film does, not as much as a girl next door or the girl next door. That's Dean, worse. Dean, have yeah. you seen Eden Lake? Yeah. We were talking about that last night. Uh, uh, Well, the thing, I will never, ever watch that again because of how it ends. I'm not going to spoil it for people. but No, no, no. I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. To me, that that is the most disturbing thing I think I've ever seen. And I say I would never rewatch it because of the ending. I, you know, I I'd like to see things like there's this uh, thing with Ian Ogilvie, the uh, we we still kill in the old way, where they get they it's like reversed, you know, they get the the kids, but I mean it's not very good <coughs> film, but but this one, those little shits shouldn't have had the upper hand, you know, no. and the same with Ills, also known as that, yeah, yeah, that, I know that, yeah. that that you know it's 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 likely. Because we lived through that age where the chavs suddenly started to have a lot more power. And every, every like, you know, nightmare thought or, or paranoid thought about what a group of kids could do to somebody stays in your mind whenever you see a gang of kids. And I, I, won't watch, I did watch it and I was enjoying it. And I thought, well, they're going to win. You know, it's, it's got yeah. a good, good way. And it didn't. And that's like not watching it again. Uh, so, not not that it upset me is well it angered me really because yeah I, but it, yeah but uh, to me it kind of I, I want to say it hit home more from the fact that I know places like that and I've seen kids like that and yeah. that to me kind of made it just hit it home more than like you know an American movie obviously where you know they are being raised in Detroit or wherever I've never been to Detroit so I don't know good or bad or whatever it is yes, but well. 
<laughs> or anywhere then, Florida. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but where are you from, Sean? West Virginia. West Virginia. I'm not from. No, that's it. We're not friends anymore. I'm not from West yeah. Virginia. Is, that would, is that, movie, that movie could never happen in most of the United States because we carry guns and yeah. in fact but, that would be like my dream scenario. <laughs> well, also the, the the main characters in Eden Lake are so dumb that they don't even realize they're so like and defenseless and they like British people aren't really like that. You know, especially when you become an adult, you increasingly hate kids straight away. <laughs> yeah, it's not just happened. get off. It's not just get <laughs> off my lawn. You start planting landmines and stuff out there and broken glass. <laughs> you know, you don't want them anywhere near. But like twenty years ago, I'd say Britain was very much like that, and they were they would attack you like a gang of vultures. In South London, it's still like yeah. that, apparently. Yeah. Um, but the, a lot of them have grown up now. And, of course, the latest generation, they won't say anything to anybody in case they <laughs> like, have to be put in a safe space and they're, like, triggered. you know. So they won't do anything now. They're little, little pussies. But um, back then, there was a genuine possibility that that could happen somewhere. Yeah. And I'm sure it has. You know, I'm sure there are true events behind all these things. Didn't, didn't ill end that way that they, you know, that it finished in the way it finished and they said this was actually based on a true story of events that actually took place in Paris or something or other? Yeah, it was a, there was a home invasion like that and oh. uh, there's been a lot there's a, a Spanish version as well with the Is same it? yeah, with the same uh, scenario with kids. Is it, what's the name of it, that one? I don't know I, can't, I think it begins with S and that's as, as far as I can do in my memory because I is that it called one Spanish I, Eden Lake? No, no, it's <laughs> but it's a home invasion. Again with a bloody ass, and, and funny games <laughs> as well. Funny games is based on the same. Yes, thing. yeah. yeah. That, I hated that's, that movie because it. I do not like the sudden gimmick in that. Yeah, yeah, that is that is. Do you know what? I remember watching that and then going on YouTube to try and find out why the gimmick was in there, <laughs> yeah. and it was it was kind of like a. I kind of see what the director was doing, but if they had a whole tone of that, it would have been fine. But it just came it out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. It's just so inconsistent. Yeah. Well, that, that's Germans for you. But the <laughs> that, that that was a little trend as well that they would keep doing that in films. The Collector was another one. If you look mm. at the alternative ending, he, instead of going to the house to help out and everything, he sees the girl screaming, says, "Ah, fuck this!" and like walks away. So all the events of the film where everybody's getting murdered and everything, he's like, got no part of it. Um, what was the other one that came out around the time of Funny Games and it was a home invasion of the kids and they all wore the mask and it, it was a girl was one of the What was the name um, of that one? They got rabbit masks. Yeah. What was, uh, that? Uh, what was that film? My wife and I, what was that film where they all had the masks on and they home invasion film? Strangers? Yeah, The Strangers. Yeah, Strangers. Strangers, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <clears throat> that one's not too bad. What's that? Oh, my wife says, tell, tell them what she did to me. Yeah, she put the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah, she put, we had black curtains in the bedroom and she put the mask <laughs> behind the curtains, just peeping out. <laughs> and, and, and uh, well, oh, she's done terrible things. She, like, I would, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I woke up. That's why I love her. I was I was ill when we first got married. No, we weren't even married at this point. I was ill, 
and my my farts were terrible, right? <laughs> and I, I woke up in bed. She'd put this shriveled up carrot or something in the bed. I thought I'd shit the bed. Right? <laughs> I did. I, I was looking around. And I thought, oh no, no, did that actually come out of me? I didn't even realise she'd kept this carrot for weeks, right, until it all shriveled down to look like a turd. This is this is the kind of pathological like things that the women do they, they, one that, they i gotta the one, say dude she's a keeper oh yeah we've been married for like 23 years i'm now, not joking so, that's yeah. they, you you're looking I, for that kind of imagination oh we used to we used to hide on each other as well that, that was the other thing we used to hide in the house and like discover each other and jump out and scare the absolute shit out of each other it's like uh, yeah it's been the, it's been eventful the one more, the one my wife did on me was when the ring, the Amer- the Japanese version first came out, Ringu. I borrowed it. Ringu, yeah. I borrowed it on VHS from somebody and um, she'd gone to bed. I had my headphones on. I watched it and genuinely terrified me. I thought it was an absolutely brilliant horror. Really, really good. And I told her about it. And so like two weeks later, she decided she'd gone to bed early and I was walking to bed and she decided to wear a long white nightie and brush her hair over her face and just stand at the other hallway. And I literally pissed myself. <laughs> did you really, you say literally, did you really piss yourself? No, but I mean, I was, I was, I was proper terrified because I just <laughs> wouldn't have expected her to do that. And it genu- for a second, it genuinely absolutely terrified. Oh, God, could I killed her? <laughs> that would have been the worst of it if I had attacked her. Oh, no, it's her from the TV. <laughs> so smacking her around the head. You'd be like Oscar Pistorius, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just use that defense, you know. Yeah, yeah, the old um, I didn't know it was her defense. Yeah, <laughs> even though he shot her six times through the door that she was behind screaming, "No, Oscar, no, don't shoot me!" It's you know, wrong. he didn't know it was her. It was, she well, was just a it's, it's an honest mistake can happen anyway. Apparently, Oscar Pretori, um, what's his name? Oscar Pretorius's <laughs> wife was a replicant because they always refer to him as a Blade Runner. Oh, very good. <laughs> Anyway, right, okay, so are we going to wrap this up now? Oh, guys? God, please. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't have a good time. <laughs> um, so today's subject was um, Simon oh, Pegg. Uh, it was Simon uh, yeah. Pegg and Pegging. Oh, don't. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said the other day I that think there was like Pegg five minutes Kevin's... of talking about audience reactions. The rest of it was macabre bullshit from Serbia. So, newborn <laughs> porn. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, Yoda, would you like to wrap up? For yes, us? thank you for joining us, Dean. Uh, we 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 did enjoy it. It was a great time. Uh, Sean and Phil, always a pleasure. This has been another presentation from thelastmovieoutpost.com where you can get all the newest in streaming and movie news and everything good about film. That is that is lastmovieoutpost.com. You can reach us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. I am at drunken the other one on Twitter, which I almost never check. He is at what are you now? Boba Phil. At Boba Phil on Twitter, which he is always on because he's <laughs> sad. I never leave. <laughs> um, never leave. I'll... And if you have any any interesting tidbits or if you are in the industry and you would like to send us uh, something that we could write up on the website please do so at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com we'll be happy to print it out because we have no journalistic standards whatsoever <laughs> uh 
John, got any last words? Uh, me and Phil will have our ongoing video series on controversial movies. Still got a few out, and then then we're going to have one big one on Asian exploitation, and then uh, probably a few more after that. We'll, we'll probably continue it. And then hopefully <laughs> Dean will join us for our all-time top 10 most titillating movie rape scenes list coming up. Oh, I definitely. Keep, I keep joking top, about that, but that's a real thing. That is going to happen. Top 10 titillating non-consensual love scenes. <laughs> that's what I meant to say, yes. <laughs> it's only rape if she says no. <laughs> if she can't that's say no. That's not fair. If she, <laughs> can, if she can't speak, you know. So if yeah. she says Did yes you... just once, it's off the list. <laughs> Could, yeah. could you please sign this waiver? All right. <laughs> Boba Phil, you got anything? Uh, any final words? Um, I've made a good start on my Tron video celebrating 1982, so that's to look forward to. Next um, week, let's do, that, 19, let's do the films of 1982 next week. Right. Or, well, we do need to talk about the Orville at some point in time as well. No, we don't need to. I. Uh, no, Eggie will be back because I know Eggie wants to talk about it. Yeah, why don't you and I do that as a one-off? <laughs> okay. Because uh, Sean will be face down in his keyboard if we don't. Uh, Dean, so, thanks for joining <laughs> us. You got anything uh, uh, horrifying and shocking you want to add to this? That you haven't already? Yep. yep. Never have sex with a pregnant woman in case the baby bites you. <laughs> I find that to be good Would advice. That- would that not be getting laid and getting head at the same time? It depends how many heads the baby's got. <laughs> so Chernobyl what if, or... What if you accidentally do it in the ass? Oh, we're, we're if, a baby's, into... if a baby's coming out of that end, you've got more to worry about. I'm just saying, no, be... I'm saying you're doing her and you actually hit the baby in the ass. That would be the new A24 film, Men. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're, we're we're drifting into some dark territory here, I boys. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Again, I just think if you could if you could give a baby prenatal trauma, you're doing something right. <laughs> That'll teach you to be born. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just say it's it's going to go downhill from here, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of my favorite frames. Um, Memes from The Simpsons. Um, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Your life so, so far. far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much life to go. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. And we will see you on Sorry, the next hang on, stream. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just what, come in. Nicola, Nicole, Nicole Nicholas has just died. Who's that? Um, Hura from Star Trek. Oh, Nichelle Nichols. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I yeah, read his, the most mangled and, name I've ever named. Hey, hey, this is the guy that was making a joke about how Americans can't read, not even two hours ago. I'm dyslexic, so I've got an excuse. Mm, I'm sure. dyslexic. That's what I always tell people. Apparently, yeah, she's just died at um, 89. COVID. Mm, a short illness. A short illness after the injection. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know she was, she was not doing well. Um, had some uh, she she was Joe Bidening it at the end. Mm. Uh, so was uh, Bernard Cribbins. He's dead now as well. Yeah, that's a shame. And so is Bill Russell. That's good excuse to watch the Wombles. 
Because they've all got silly names like Ahura as well. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, okay, so that ends. That, let's end Star Trek's died. Are you getting punked? No, um, Stark's just said it on the um, thing. And it, it, I've seen a couple of websites saying here. Okay, yeah, I'm starting to see it now, too. If in the chat for Ahura. I gotta go uh, watch Star Trek Five and fap to her fan dance. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> well, on that note, goodbye. Man, gonna fap over her grave. Uh, I'm just trying to keep within the spirit of the stream. <laughs> Press F to fap. That's right. <laughs> That's all I shall. And we will see you guys on the next stream.